Folks, we normally start this show off a certain way, but thanks to one of our uh, listeners, Sir Georgian, we have to start this episode a very special way. You know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix. Your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we used to go one-on-one and then add 66 and two-thirds percents, I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children... Of all ages. Never forget, no matter how bad things are going, how poorly you feel, how bad a day you're having, at the end of the day, you can always be Zion Williamson, where one one stripper, prostitute, baby mama is mad at your side piece, prostitute. Wanna be. Oh, you're going to have to tell me more about that after the introductions, because I got to know the whole context. Absolutely. Uh, up next is American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. Well, as Dion said, Zion was a lion down there in New Orleans. And now, folks, we're going to be joined by Nick in just a moment. Uh, Windows update, forced an update on Nick, and his computer is starting, and we didn't want to start the show too, too late because we're going to keep tonight's show nice and tight and full of fun topics. So we'll be get hearing from Nick in just a moment. But before we hear anything, Sejorjan, says, in honor of the Iron Sheik, may he rest in peace while smiting that jabroni Hulk Hogan from above. The word of the day is jabroni. I love this. Hot tub jabroni machine. The return of the jabroni. Jabroni wars. And Kathleen Kennedy is the biggest jabroni of them all. <laughs> Guys, let's come up with some jabroni movie titles. And folks in the chat, give us some of your favorite jabroni movie titles as well. So how about a fistful of jabronis? Uh, 12 jabronis. Uh, yeah. Let's see, 12 Angry Jabronis. Thor the Dark Jabroni. Uh, stop or my Jabroni will shoot. Ooh, that, that sounds dirty. Throw dirty Jabroni, jabroni from the train. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, Speed let's Jabroni. Let's see. Speed it, tube Jabroni control. Yeah, it's a mad, <laughs> mad, mad, mad Jabroni. My bloody Jabroni. Um, Tyler Perry's I Can Do Jabroni All By Myself. Yeah. Uh, jabroni and a half. Jabroni, a spikely joint. <laughs> jabroni cop. Uh, Beverly Hills Jabroni. Yeah. The good, the bad, and the jabroni. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Uh, well, folks... You can send in all your jabroni titles. Uh, we'll be having fun with the jabronis all night long. But, Tico uh, Taylor you. Jabroni Spy. I would wear that on a shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now, folks, we got a fun show planned ahead of you. We're gonna, like I said, we're gonna keep things a little tighter by jumping into our main topic in just a moment. But before we do, let's give our quick uh, few pieces of housekeeping. August 18th through the 20th, WCBS will be live at Horror Hound in Indianapolis, Indiana. You can come hang out with us. You can get updates on Wokebusters. You can check out uh, some new stuff that will be there. Hell, you can pre-order it and get a photo op with the Proton Pack, the full-scale one-to-one Proton Pack. Nick's bringing his as well, so as long as you just don't cross the streams, we'll all have a good time. Also, too, folks, you can come hang out with me at the Cincinnati Comic Expo in September, where I'll be working as an artist. I used to do that all the time, so I'm having some fun uh, getting prepared for these shows. And before you know it, it'll be here. So uh, join us at both of these events if you're a WCBS super fan. And yes, that sounds like Indiana Jones is whipping somebody in the background. <laughs> yeah, Freddo's got the sneezels. Ah, well, as long as it isn't Michael Corleone. Is he. Wait, is Fredo the one that gets shot up at the. Uh, No, that's Sonny. Sonny gets shot up at the... Fredo... This guy's name's Fredo, not Fredo. But Fredo is the one that Michael kisses and says, I know it was you, it was you all along, or some shit like that. And then Fredo is going to go out fishing with his nephew. And he's out there on the boat, and his bodyguard is there with him. And his bodyguard proceeds to shoot him in the back of the head. So Michael Corleone has his own fucking brother killed. What a wonderful man. Yeah, he's not supposed to be the good guy in that movie. People are like, oh, he's the anti-hero. And it's like, no, no, he's just a fucking piece of shit. He was a good guy until he took over the family business. You know, I've never even finished Godfather 3. Does that make me smart? No, because Godfather 3 is a piece of shit. It is a fucking bastardation, abomination, a sanitation, and a discrimination against everything that is the Godfather because... If you've read the book, the Mario Puzo book about the Godfather, Godfather 3 should not and could not and would not exist because Andy Garcia, number one, is Cuban, and number two wouldn't exist because he's supposedly the love child of Sonny and that woman that he was fucking on the side. Turns out in the book she had an abortion, so he would not exist because he would have been sucked out in a vacuum. Oh. Well, I need to read the book then. Well, he's just being honest. I mean, it's look, it's the content of the book. It's not his opinion of the subject matter. So, well, yeah, as harsh as it may sound, blame Mario Puzo. Look, it's a descriptive text. Kendo wants to bring visuals to the descriptive text written by Mario Puzo. I think that's a great way to uh, approach any novel. I want to be reading something and seeing it in my mind's eye. Unless that's that novel is... I've never seen that movie, but I hung out with that guy that was in the movie at a horror convention. It was awkward because he's tiny as shit. So, I didn't attach him. You attached him. You did. Whoever attached who is not the issue here. The no. Chinaman dude is not the issue here. Hey, Chinaman is not the preferred nomenclature, dude. <laughs> the movie's twenty five years old this year. We should do an anniversary watch along. We we're going to Phoenix on Monday, and I'm half tempted to drive. The Interstate 40 route to Flagstaff and then go south instead of going to the Tonto Forest just so I can go to Winslow, Arizona, stand on the corner of Winslow, Arizona, and send my dad a picture saying, come on, man, I've had a rough night and I just don't fucking like the Eagles, man. Yeah, he's got three out of his fucking fucking taxi cab. Just fucking hate the Eagles, man. Get your gold brick and ass out of Malibu, Lebowski. Now, folks, the big topic of tonight... Is, is George Lucas buying back Star Wars? 
there are some rumors out in the press, and we decided we were going to talk about that at the beginning of the show to get us uh, started. So let's take it back. Eleven years ago, in October of 2012, Lucasfilm was purchased by Disney for a whopping $4 billion. What follows is the stuff of legend, as the films did not really resonate with audiences after the first film dropped and disappointed a lot of people. Less viewers, less repeat viewers. We were all there. I was emotionally gutted. Kendo, that's how you found this channel. You were upset with Episode 7 as well, right? Quite a bit. It was one of those situations where it's like, all I saw for the week before I saw it was everybody just sucking the dick of this movie, saying how fucking wonderful it was, and blah, 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 blah. And I went and saw the movie with my buddies and was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. This is this is just a recreation of episode four. And in a, it, it, it's it's a remake of the original and in a sh- much, much shittier way. And yeah, so then I looked up Star Wars rants on the tube of Yube and I found this channel. And now not only was I a client, I'm also a member or however the fuck it works. Well, I'm, I'm glad you found us because, well, the show's been a lot better. Now, Dion, what was your initial reaction? You two, like me, were upset, right? Yeah, I was upset, man. I, I was like, this is what? They just they just did the same movie, but shittier. <clears throat> and why is it so heavy-handed? And that's what they did with the damn team from The Raid? I was pissed, man. I think the first thing I did was I fucking called you. I was like, did you? What the? Why'd you tell me it was that bad, man? That's bullshit. They find the Falcon? What the fuck is that about? I forgot uh, about that just, scene. Yeah, dude. It's just so Yeah. Nasty. And Ray, the magical awesomeness machine, can fly it without ever having flown anything before. Listen. Exactly. Literally, how are you doing that? And she literally goes, I don't know. She's yeah. Like, and then I'm... old Han and Chewie, they don't know what's going wrong. But then Ray does her little magical fucking finger diddle on the damn electronics and is all like, oh, look, I bypassed the fucking dumb, 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 dumb. And they're like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Fuck you, bitch. Well, Does it bother listen, you? I still say that. I still say it's the worst one because the, 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 the gap. Of Same. Time, it laid the groundwork. The Force Awakens is the worst one because it literally just reashes the same plot, and then you just say because plot as part of your fucking dialogue. That's insane. And then again, you kill the momentum of the whatever she beats Kylo Ren in the first meeting. It's like okay, all right, good to know. I have to watch the other yeah. two fucking movies. Yeah, what is she going to achieve in the next ones? Joke was on us. Nothing. Uh, let's see. She got the lightsaber. She didn't lose her hand. She didn't really develop as a character. And then she beat the bad guy after he decided, I'm not that bad of a guy. And the Emperor came back. The only thing Ray didn't do was fight Darth Vader. I'm just like, I'm waiting for the next one where the clone of Darth Vader comes back from the grave, decides to put on his costume again, and fights her. You think yeah, Kathleen no Kennedy and really give us something? Gone. Well, the audience is gone because, look, you go from making $2 billion to just over $1, and you're thinking, oh, it's still a billion dollars. Those movies cost astronomical amounts of money to make. And where did the people go? There were either no repeat viewers or people just didn't show up in the first place. The only reason we saw them was for the channel. You think I actually enjoyed watching those pieces of shit? No. Mm, no. Oh, so man. I... Yeah. Because plot. That's that, I, that still makes me laugh. They was like, "Yeah, people," and some people ate that shit up. Well, that's what happens when you create a new big bad guy that's going to be the main driving, you know, antagonist 
for the movie series, and you have him lose to somebody that didn't know what the force was 10 minutes ago on their first fucking try. But guys, she's a strong, powerful woman. We're supposed to respect her. Yeah, well, she can fucking respect these nuts. She's a poorly written character. I agree 100%. That's where that movie lives and dies is the, the writing. And it doesn't live at all. That's the best part about the Disney Star Wars films. They actually suck. It's not like they put a woman in the lead and they're a great kick-ass movie. It's like they put all their whatever politics shit in there, but the movies actually suck. Even if they didn't have that in the movies, they would just still be terrible. And that's the best part about it. Because you can rip them apart six ways to Sunday and you never have to even talk about that shit. It doesn't matter about Kathleen Kennedy's views and opinions. The movies are trash. And it's been ten years and they haven't produced anything great. They produced a decent first season of The Mandalorian and a good end scene for Rogue One. What else is there? Let's be honest. Dion, Kendo, can you think of anything? No. For for her, for that story arc specifically, or Star Wars in general? No. From Disney Star Wars in general, outside of maybe one season of The Mandalorian being pretty good and uh, parts of Rogue One being good, what else is there? Nothing, man. Not, not sure as hell you don't have any really cool characters. You don't have... You know, a character that you really you you don't have to ever worry about them losing because they're super powerful, right? Why would we be interested in that storyline? And all the originals are either dead or fucking lackluster other properties. So it's not it's not the future ain't that bright. Sure shit ain't mm. sure shit ain't worth three thousand dollars a night. I'll tell you that. Yeah, there there was something that could have been salvaged from the from the uh, episode seven. They could have salvaged it with episode eight. But they didn't because Ryan Johnson wanted to fucking subvert expectations and shove Saturn Awards up his ass sideways. And I mean, I mean, we we got we got the spoilers. We posted them. People didn't believe us. They thought we were just yucking it up, and it turned out to be just as bad as the the fucking uh, Australian leaks that came out. Because I mean, there was hope for the movie, and uh, that hope potentially hope for the movie, even if you go into it without knowing anything about it died the second that Luke took a lightsaber and just fucking tosses it over his shoulder. That's it. The movie's dead. That right there ended the fucking movie. Right, It, it, it killed anything that could have happened right there, that one moment. <coughs> and if you had hope for that second movie and you didn't know it was coming, you had no hope if you have a brain at that point because here's the main character that you were looking forward to. What's the adventures of Luke Skywalker going to be now that he's back? Oh, he just fucking chucks his lightsaber. It's like, uh, I'm a grumpy puss because my nephew had bad dreams and it scared me. And I tried to kill him in his sleep because I'm, you know, I didn't save Darth Vader or nothing. And well, fuck a duck. My sister's, you know, about to die. <laughs> yeah, recapping all these things just make me, I don't even roll my eyes anymore in anger. I just laugh. I'm like, yeah, that actually passed for a, a movie. In yeah. 2017. In the words of the Angry Video Game Nerd, what were they thinking? I guess not very much. They weren't. That's the thing. They weren't thinking. They're sitting around in their little writer's room, eating their fucking vegan sandwiches, and going, yeah, that sounds great, Ryan. Now, what about the part where, you know, the the the, the black fellow is going to have his redemption arc, and he's going to save everybody, and... Complete, goes full circle. Uh, I'm gonna have an Asian chick fucking crash into him while driving a car. <laughs> you say it like it's a joke, but that's literally what happens, right? 
they had an opportunity, at least in that movie. I, I mean, I mentioned that the movie, any salvaging of the of the trilogy went out the window the second Luke Skywalker fucking fires his lightsaber over his shoulder. But at least Finn, they still had a chance to fix that character's story. When he's driving towards that, you know, giant fucking beam thing, and he's going to totally destroy those not AT-ATs and save the people on Nodhoff. And he's going right at it. And it's just like, okay, Finn is about to kill himself and sacrifice himself for all these people to save the resistance, which they never explained why the fuck they were resisting or why they were essentially rebelling when they were supposed to be the government. That's not usually how that one works. They never explained that. And you're watching him and the camera's right in there and they've got the music and his face is just sweating from the heat of this laser. And he's just got that look on his face that, I'm about to die, and it's okay because it's what I believe in doing. And out of nowhere, here comes fucking Rose Tico. Kamikaze's her way into the fucking guy and blurts out those words that just fucking make your stomach just turn over and make you want to throw up everything you've had to eat for the last week. We don't win by killing what we hate but saving what we love. It's like, bitch, that's not how fucking war works. It's not like the word war is in the title of the film or anything yeah. like that, right? Can you can you imagine that? We just had the anniversary of D-Day the other day. If while storming the beaches of Normandy, one of our army soldiers knocked a guy over, dropped his gun and said, we're not going to win by killing the Germans. We're going to win by saving each other. No, you're going to fucking die is what's going to happen. They are going to mortar <laughs> you and machine gun everybody on this beach unless you bust through there and fucking whoop some crowd ass. Which we did. Well, thank yeah, thankfully we did. Uh, you know, that's a war that is worth uh, talking about. Not the Star Wars, not the Battle of Crate, a.k.a. Hoth 2.0. None of this stuff. And this trip down memory lane would not be re uh, complete without Dion's favorite film, The Rise of Skywalker. Dion, remember mm, how excited yeah. you were in 2019 for The Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> oh, I, just, I was just like, this movie's going to be terrible. Like, they, they can't. There's no way to get out of this shit. Sure enough, there was no there fix. Was no way to get out of that shit. It was no, so I mean, bad. with all with all the drama and bullshit that we heard about, Ryan Johnson got replaced, and then it was like, well, he wasn't going to do a third one anyway. So what are we going to do? We're going to bring back J.J. Abrams, who we thought was going to be doing all three of them to begin with, and it was like, no, no, he was only going to do one, and he was just going to consult on the other ones. But apparently, that didn't work for fucking Ryan Roundface Johnson, and. He made a completely different fucking movie. So then JJ comes in to, you know, Leroy Jenkins' his way back into the situation to save the fucking day. And you know what? That movie was mostly just trying to piss all over the other one as best as possible. If you ever want to see two directors have a total dick measuring contest, watch that movie. Because that movie is replete with dialogue that goes out of its way to shit on the movie that came out before it. I've never seen anything that fucking petty and silly from what is supposed to be a big, giant blockbuster franchise. You know, it would be sad if it wasn't so goddamn funny. But that's true. Right. That, that's like just straight up mismanagement. How can you even allow your company... Like, if you're the president of a company, why are you going to let these two directors have a pissing contest in the middle of your multi-billion dollar movies? 
Like, the audience doesn't care. They either want to watch a good movie or they want to watch a dumpster fire for a multitude of reasons. These two douchebags uh, fighting it out is just... It's lame. It's two nerds battling it out. It's, it's not even like the cool kind of nerds where it's like, yeah, I may watch Star Wars, but I can still fuck shit up. These are the types of dudes that were pocket protectors, and the fucking nerds from Lambda 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 would kick their asses. That's mm-hmm. how lame J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson are. Don't don't forget a Mega Moo, okay? Don't forget a Mega Yeah. Ooh, moo. What up, Nick? <laughs> yeah. As bad as episode Nick nine was, shows. at least it was fun to watch for the lols and the thought, and the few times where I was almost 100% sure we were about to be ejected from that movie theater. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best part. It's like, you know, movies usually, when they keep you on the edge of your seat, it's awesome. Like, when I watch the original Star Wars or sometimes Die Hard or this and that, you're like, you're on the edge of their seat. Man, the hero, they're going to barely just skate by. I was sitting there going, we are five minutes from being out of here. I can't wait to see what happens. And that's what kept me interested in the movie, to see how long it would take for us to get booted. I wish we would have recorded our reactions in that theater, because... Dion, that was Dion comedy was gold. Dion, yeah, Dion was, yeah, he was, he was on the saucy. Dion, man, listen, that was it. listen. Had he, had he been ejected, I would, I would have followed him and been like, "Fuck this, we're out." Sorry, yeah, it's happening. I'd have been like, "Nah, I'm leaving with Dion. I don't, I don't fucking care. You it guys can watch so the rest bad. of the movie. I'm leaving it with was, Dion." Yeah, I've never been so insulted as a moviegoer in my life. Like, and I watched movie 43. Like, I've never been. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I at least had fun watching that movie. You know, I didn't have any fun. It was such a hodgepodge of fucking bullshit. And then, and then not only the, the, the people competing with one another, but just the dialogue. Like, I, I would have paid $1,000 to see the panic on the writer team's face. Like, yeah, this is the script. And then everyone being like how the fuck are we? this this is terrible there's i would have loved happened. to see ryan johnson's reaction you know to that movie when he you know for it. a fact in the writer's room they weren't they, like sharp objects were not allowed they had to wear like fucking plastic suits so they wouldn't kill each other yeah dude oh they have foam corners on their desks yeah, just to be yeah. safe you know you know they did it was like a fucking it was like a rubber room in there they're like all right <laughs> we've had so much instances we have to get this done we have three days <laughs> we're not leaving well, until yeah, we get done According to Script Doctor, he was saying on the High Council on Tuesday night that they reshot that movie multiple times. Like, that, oh. that movie's budget is way higher than people realize. They well, lie about the $400 million oh, plus sure we, we know for a fact that it was because Dion and I were watching Thursday Night Football a couple of weeks before we left to come to Cincinnati to go watch that movie because it was the big whole, you know, the, la- the, the latest last trailer for episode nine rise of skywalker will come out on halftime for thursday night football and we were watching it and i pointed out to you that when it got to the end and it showed the credit the little credit blurb screen and it's always got the fucking mpa rating it still said this you know not rated is in this movie has no rating which means they didn't have a finished cut that they have sent off yet to get watched by the mpaa to get a rating back on it yet yeah three but weeks you- from debut but you know, you know, yeah. and I know that they rushed that shit. They probably paid them off or something. Got got their kids through college, or you know, gave them some money or something. And then like, all right, you got to you got to PG go, you know, go go forth. Well, I was gonna get a PG no matter what because it had fucking simulated space violence, violence, and it didn't have any bad words in it. And then it had Babu Frick, which automatically gave them like minus fifty, you know, bad points. <laughs> They're like, oh, Babu Frick, he's kind of cool and cute, and that's automatically like fifty points the other direction towards a G rating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Could well, you imagine yeah. a G-rated Star Wars movie, dude? 
No way. What about a G Unit Star Wars movie? Uh, oh, I'd, I'd, I'd watch that. G Unit I would go to that opening night because I feel like that could redeem the franchise. <laughs> Star Wars could be blacker. Yeah, sure. I'll go with that. Just not in China. Yeah, well, look at Disney's willing to take a gamble as we're getting ready to start talking about the sale and the information behind the scenes shit, allegedly. They're willing to take a gamble on The Little Mermaid and the racists of the world are review bombing that movie into oblivion. It's very interesting to see Disney take these stunning and brave choices. At least they're sticking with their guns, Dion, and they're out of ammo. I saw yeah, I saw yeah. posted I saw a post on Instagram saying that oh the new Little Mermaid made more than the last one and then I read the comments I was like that doesn't make sense then I read the comments and then somebody said oh you know you know uh, account for inflation then under that somebody said oh you can't do that why is everybody doing it for a black movie it's like that's the way math works yeah yeah math I'm is sorry. Racist, asshole that's why yeah. Gone with the Wind is still the number one movie of all time because of how inflation works nineteen thirty nine money was a whole fucking lot different than twenty twenty three money <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. I was just like and it was it was the dumbest like three cut three paragraphs where i was like whoever whoever is just taking the blind you know like the blind headline to this saying the mermaid did did better than the than the, uh, than the last one i'm like you're a moron you are a goddamn moron <laughs> yeah i'm sorry you had to read something so stupid i hurt a little bit after hearing you say that yeah i'm i'm, I'm sorry but it was it was one of those things where it's like the comment section of a fucking instagram post of course it's gonna there's there's genius there all, all the time i swear but it was one of those like, it was one of those things where like you know i know you want this movie to win so bad but it's just not in the fucking cards yeah no uh, i i'm not gonna watch it dion have you taken the family to see it no not yet we uh <laughs> you sound so disappointed <laughs> I know, man. I was like, man, they are, and I really want to go see it. But we'll see. I mean, we might go one of these weekends when there isn't going to be shit going on. And if it's still in theaters, we might see it the last minute. But the trailer, everybody was like, that does not look very good. You know what? You, you, just, you, you know what's coming out tomorrow that, that doesn't look very good at all? Uh, Transformers, Beast Wars, whatever the fuck it's it called. It looks so dumb. Transformers, Beastie Alley. I'm going I'm I'm to go out. I'm going to get an Uber to... The, to the bar, I'm going to get rightfully toasted and dosed. As you I'm should. I'm going to see that fucking movie. <laughs> I'm going to go to a wedding instead and not even think about Transformers tomorrow. So Okay, well, cool. That's that, that's, 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 that sounds way the fuck better. Is, uh, is, it, is it a family or a friend? Friend. Nice. How far, how, nice. How far are you going? Oh, it's in the city. I'm just going oh, nice. over to... Uh, a uh, different part of town. That's it. Nice, man. That's good. That's you good. might you, you might get drunk videos from me, and if I end up in a movie theater at like you know eleven thirty at night with Transformers on, then I had a bad time. Well, so. here's here's the thing. Like, <laughs> if it's if it's a normal quote unquote Christian wedding, you'll be done by nine thirty, maybe ten. <laughs> I don't know. For my sure family it's a Friday night. Yeah. Well, my family's like well. People, everyone was raised Catholic, but nobody's like really that religious. And when we went to all my cousins' weddings, that shit lasted to like two in the morning. Okay, we were that's all good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, because no, I've 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 been to a couple, and it's like, huh, I can go, I can go pick up uh, groceries. <laughs> no, you can pick up uh, drunk girls at the bar. There you yeah. go. There you go. That's the, that's a dream. Wedding. That's a dream. I wish I, I wish I was your plus one, man. <laughs> yeah, pick up drunk I mean, girls at the you... bar Friday night. Get me too Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, that's the American way, Kendo. <laughs> That is now. In 2023 it is. So, while we're on the topic of the wars that took place in the stars, uh, everybody hates the Disney Star Wars movies. It's not a, a point of uh, controversy anymore to say those movies suck. Even the shills that defended them so uh, 
you know, not vociferously, but so ardently all those years ago, they have given up. There's no value in Star Wars. And now there's another rumor rolling around that it's about to be sold back to George Lucas. Oh, so guys. Yeah, I know. I know. For what? $20? That's the only thing he could pay for it. Here's the thing. If Star Wars is going to be sold for 20 bucks, let's all just... Well, fuck, we all got $20. Who am I joking? Let's just buy it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Even if that shit cost $100 million, that. I'd be like, let's crowdfund it and buy Star well, Wars. The, let's but, fucking but, do it. Okay, but yeah, and, and like once again, I'd rather I'd rather it be in George's hands. It's fine, but like, what's if? Okay, say that hap- Okay, say that happens. The deal goes through in like three months, and it's back in in George Lucas's hands. What happens then? Does he just does he just go back and do all the original stuff? Not even worry about the Disney stuff and just kind of like keep milking the um, the old movies. Like, what's what's the game plan? Well, let me read you the rumor first, and then we'll talk about that because that kind of is a good way to close the segment or at least go into the next deeper part of the discussion so as per cameron pasha he was over on the overlord dvd channel that's doomcock's channel now this is actually reaching out i've had listeners comment call me on the phone and be like hey man george lucas is not buying back star wars i'm like yeah i know that why are you bringing this up and then i find out this is actually a thing online so i have a video for tomorrow folks check it out but essentially per cameron pasha's sources disney is planning to sell lucasfilm and their ips to these potential buyers, Universal, Sony, Tencent, Lionsgate, or Toho. This comes after a list of failures under Kathleen Kennedy's tenure as president of the studio, and her leadership has come under fire for the following. The viewership of The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, and Obi-Wan. Shutdown of the Star Cruiser Hotel. It's not the price. Uh, low merchandise sales, the cancellation of Willow, critical failure of Indiana Jones, and its impending box office of Doom. <laughs> Plus, you have to take into account that Disney allegedly only has $200 billion in leftover spending cash. They haven't made their money back after purchasing 20th Century Fox, and they're under contract for, to buy Hulu for between 30 to 70 billion, with a big old B, billions of dollars. So, um, right now, the rumor, and uh, I guess, you know, piecing it together in this way is Disney needs to make money, and so they're going to start selling off IPs left and right. What do you guys say uh, about this alleged rumor? Here's the big problem with that rumor. George, uh, Georgie boy sold it to Lucasfilm, or as he called it, the White Slavers, um, for what? Four million? It was four billion, right? Four billion yep. with a B. So in order to buy it back, uh, Disney's going to want more than four billion. They're not going to, hey, George, you still got that four billion dollars we gave you? Ah, can we get that back? And you can have Star Wars. <laughs> That's not how it works. Nobody buys something no, and man. turns around and sells it for less or the same that they bought it for because... Well, if you're Disney, you do, because Disney paid $3.2 billion to buy the Power Rangers from Saban and Fox Family in 2001. And in 2010, would you guys like to guess how much Saban bought Power Rangers back for? $300,000. million. Okay, so... That's a huge loss. It's a massive loss, but (laughs) are we trying to equate the Power Rangers franchise to the Star Wars franchise? Because I don't think those two... I'm not, I think we're talking about some apples with some oranges here. The only reason I bring it up is they paid $3.2 billion in 2001. What's the inflation rate of $3.2 billion in 2012 money? Meaning they paid close Probably to the not same as amount. as 2020 money and 2023 money. Well, yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I now know how inflation works. All the <laughs> economics from that show. <laughs> oh my By the God. way, folks... 
Uh, we have some big numbers rolling in. We're well over 400. Hit that thumbs up button to let YouTube know you enjoy the content we produce. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're, yeah we're, hitting, we're hitting some numbers. Yeah, make sure you hit that thumbs up so more people can find us and enjoy this content like you're doing right now. So, um, I mean, one way that they would be willing to do that is if, say, they sold it for $4 bill, or they bought it for $4 billion. If they made back their $4 billion and it was one of those situations where they sat down and thought, if in order to make another billion, we're going to have to spend... 12 years and probably you know 750 million dollars to get to another billion and that's not even the profit margin on it what should we do here and somebody says let's just sell it we've already made our money back we could probably get we could probably get it for you know get georgie boy to pony up a billion dollars for this that's doable i could see that happening in a you know sideways not 100 percent reality sort of way where one day just Bob Iger wakes up and says, ah, fuck it. We'll sell Star Wars back to George Lucas for a billion dollars. That could happen. I don't see it happening. <laughs> no, here's times. here's Ooh. how they here's how the deal should go. <laughs> they sell it, they sell they sell it to George again for a billion, but he gets control of the hotel and he gets control of the of the of the Star Wars section of the park. And he gets to do do with those things as as he wishes. Well, the question is, Nick, what does he actually do with it? Because if we Take a step back and analyze what the grain, the grand scale is, the greater scheme of things. There's no value in Star Wars anymore. You can't get anybody. You can't get that many yeah. people to come back to support the movies like you needed them to. The yeah. Force Awakens was a one and done thing. They significantly made less as they went on, and nobody gives a shit. You think anybody in their right damn mind is going to go, I'll buy Star Wars for billions of dollars when you can't make billions of dollars from it? Disney yeah. shit on it. Metaphorically speaking, they shit on it to the point where it's like. It's contaminated. Nobody wants it. You know, these TV shows, oh, but guys, the Acolyte and Ahsoka, they're going to change the world. No, they're not. It's more <laughs> Jedis that somehow survived Order 66. Whoop-de-doo. We're just going to keep adding on a hat on a hat on a hat. Everybody survived Order 66. Order like, 66 turns out that it just meant that's how many Jedi were allowed to be left. 66 of them. <laughs> listen, listen. Kill them all and, with 66. And there's no way, the, yeah, the, the, there's no way George has a $4 billion. They, 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 uh, that's... You know they gave they gave it to him for. I'm sure he spent that money on Twi'leks and death sticks. Okay, I would. Why is it always <laughs> with you? He's letting you know what he really thinks about Kendo. So this year for his birthday, he wants a Twi'lek stripper. Dion, really. I know is it, a is chick. It, is it the weird like hair appendage, like head appendage things? Are you like wanting to suck on them or stuff them up your bum? I mean, like, hey, what's going hey, on here? Hey, hey, Kendo, do you really want to know? Because I can give you graphic detail right now. I mean, is it like? Oh yeah, you know, if I'm nailing her from behind, it's like that joke about the chick with the pigtails. It's like, okay, I get that, but yes, I'm fucking Twi'leks with you. I yes, mean, yeah, yes. That's all I'm gonna say is yes. Does the skin color Folks. matter? Because I can get you a blue one by tomorrow. Folks, Ooh. if you would like to Ooh. speculate what Nick would do with those fucking weird Twi'leks head appendages, please put that in the chat. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna my one if you're disgusted. We're gonna have tomorrow's we're gonna have my last day of work for two months. I, I need something to keep me cheerful and laughing while I'm we're sitting gonna, here listening to somebody lecture to me. It's for gonna about be six it's, hours. It, it, it's gonna be on a special episode of, of Good Morning Pop Culture Nights. Yeah, it's <laughs> like Baywatch. <laughs> Maybe we'll get David Hasselhoff to join us next. Oh, no, I, no, I'm, I'm, I, know. I was making, I was making a community joke where they did um, uh, Troy Abbott in the morning nights. <laughs> I was just thinking of Baywatch nights. That's still only no, frame that's of still, reference. That's still no, no, that's still good. Appar apparently, Baywatch nights was like X Files. That's what, yep. that's what I heard. Yeah, I had a monster of the week and everything. Yeah, it Bro, was. Yeah, don't it was, you, it was don't you think of uh, extraterrestrials and monsters when you think of Baywatch bikinis, <laughs> boobs, and aliens? 
<laughs> that actually sounds like a great show, actually. Yeah. You know, we you should know, make aw. that show. You know what? Yeah, like that would that would be a perfect show right now. Just just chicks in small bikinis running around solving fucking like you know. It's like X- the X Files, but with chicks in bikinis. <laughs> Dude, that's that sells itself to oh any studio. That would be no. that would be such a fun, ridiculous show to make. The only problem is we would have to sell that show to Disney because the X Files is a Fox show. So hey, I don't see them. Well, they that. they they might sell that property soon. So let's you know let's let's keep it up in mind. Yeah. <laughs> I would love for that to happen. However, I don't believe that they will sell the Star Wars property. Valiant no, uh, no, Renegade no, no. was no. quoted on a website yesterday. Actually, it was today. Giant Freaking Robot. Where they're talking about essentially Star Wars is valueless. It's not worth the money it was paid. they paid for it. And on top of that, for them to keep it in the theme park, they would have to pay a licensing fee to the people that buy the park. Or buy the, the rights of Star Wars. So they're losing money there. And if they... Just choose to tear it down. They've already spent a billion dollars in each theme park around Star Wars, so they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. Type of situation. I love it. I love it, man. I fucking love it. I love that this hundred-year-old company is like on the ropes, and they might die. I love it personally. Uh, I think I it's think great. That's gonna happen. You know, well, that's what happens when you have an AI write your fucking movie scripts. There is that. <laughs> an AI would be better. Oh, God. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Like you, you and I have played around a ChatGPT. Like so the things it comes out with are, are are okay sometimes. You know, it's it, it it wavers. It wavers. Yeah, but I mean, ChatGPT or Ryan Johnson, who's gonna give you something <laughs> more Chat human? G- yeah, ChatGPT. Let's not point, like uh, fucking kid ourselves here. That's true. That's true. But also, he likes characters that have a Nolan's accent. That's true. He does. Um. You don't want Daniel Craig to star as a Jedi in the next series? <laughs> we tried that with the Golden Compass, didn't work out that well. Yeah, and his ass was already in episode seven. He was one of those stormtroopers. That was yeah, a great selling point. That's true. Dude, like, what was it? I was reading um, the Gizmodo blog or whatever, and they had a review for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Despair. And uh, they were praising it. I'm just like, you fucking shills. You terrible motherfuckers. They're on a crusade to fucking raise the Rotten Tomato scores to save the dignity of Lucasfilm. Oh no, we can't allow Indiana Jones to fail because of those racist bigots. Excuse me, sir, those are actual film critics from the BBC and the people who attended the Cannes Film Festival. It's not going to work this time. Well, fuck it, let's lie anyway. Like, that's what they're <laughs> lining up to do. Which is, like, that's... Which, which, I mean, I understand they did that before because they were shells and they wanted the money. But I mean, is is Disney is there even is Disney even paying these people anymore to, to to give good reviews, or do they just not care, or is it out of their budget now? Well, I mean, the Kingdom of the excuse me, not the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Wow, that that was a mistake right there. <laughs> the Dial of Destiny has a budget of nearly three hundred million dollars, which makes it the thirteenth most expensive film of all time <laughs> already. Like, like Lucasfilm, if you go ahead and look at the top ten most expensive films of all time, the entire the entire Star Wars sequel trilogy is on that list. Those movies, at least the first two, excuse me, the first and the third one are listed at over $400 million. No other movies cost that much. Like, Mario and shit is in the hundreds, and it made over a billion. I, the old I, spider, it's crazy to think how much these things cost. <laughs> I still love it. I think, I think it was in the, I listened a little bit of the High Council uh, Tuesday. I think you mentioned the, the Joker again, and I love when you mentioned that, because it was made for $70 million, and it made a billion dollars, essentially. Dude. Yeah, it, and, and you know, uh, the, the shills that be were like, don't go see Joker, there could be violence in the theaters. Wasn't there stopped, a screening? 
That's of some nobody. kids movie where somebody got hurt like falling down in a kids movie and that was more violent than anything that ever happened in Joker. Yeah, basically. Like that that movie was fine. I liked Joker quite a bit. But it, it goes to show you how Bob Iger and crew were not I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Usually it's Warner Brothers is the joke. But Warner Brothers had the right idea when it came to some of this shit. Like over Marvel, over Star Wars, they're like, profitability is our key right here. And they they turned that key and they made a movie that was highly profitable. When has yeah. Disney made a film that's that profitable? We're not talking grosses here, we're talking straight up profit. Yeah, I mean I mean even even look at what was it? We got the fourth of John Wick this year. And the first one was made for but between I think forty and sixty million dollars. You know, and they started the whole franchise off of that. The whole franchise. The, the, the show starting, I think, the show for um, the hotel, the Continental, starting this summer or next month or something like that. It's starting soon. And they're building a whole franchise out of it, man. It's crazy. Yeah, a little movie that could. It turned into something huge. I I love those movies. They are a lot of fun. They get people amped up and excited. Star Wars just brings a lot of misery. It's flat <laughs> out. It's just like, oh, great. More Star Wars from Disney. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, like they, they, they tainted the brand. They made it, like you said, they made it radioactive, man. And that's, that's a problem. Like nobody, nobody wants it. I don't think, I don't think they could even give it away at this point. Yeah. Cause let's just play the hypothetical game. Let's just say a major studio buys it. What can they do with it? Can you think of anything? They would, they would have to, they would honestly have to be, it would only ha- honestly have to be something small to start out with. Like a couple, <clears throat> a couple of really good games, maybe like that are very, that are that the where the playthrough is really good, not the Jedi shit, but like something, you know, something fun or whatever. Maybe, 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 um, I don't know. It just had to be something like that, something small to start out with, and slowly, very fucking slowly, ramp up from there, and maybe do like one or two shows, like one once one ends, the other one begins, that kind of shit, and then like once again, slowly. Bring it back. I, I would like to see everybody involved with the Star Wars movies just come out on stage and say, hey, we're sorry. And that's all I want. <laughs> we're sorry. We fucked up. <laughs> Pretty much got you, man. <clears throat> do you think they ever will? Or do you think no. they're, uh, they're ego? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you, know, you know, down the road, once once he, he gets a little humility to go with all the moxie, I think you'll get... Ryan to fucking say some shit where he's like, you know what, you know, I, 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 that's my bad. Because even Matt motherfucking Millen, former GM of the damn Lions, quickly was like, hey, Detroit fans, I'm sorry. You know, like, we, I think we'll at least get that because especially, you know, when, when, it, especially when it comes to feature films, you know, when, when people are pulling their heads out of their asses, you know, 10 years from now, you know they're gonna be like, yeah, that was that was a lot. That that was a lot. You know, so and then and that's when he'll kind of come a little a little humble and then cool. Then I won't make fun of you as much. We used to be the motherfucker that made <laughs> the last Jedi, bro. I'll always make fun of Ryan Johnson. He'll never get a pass in my book. Even if look at even if you take Last Jedi out of the picture, Glass Onion sucked. I did not like that movie at all. And neither did you, man. You were pissed off watching it. I remember your we face. Were watching it. I, I just kept looking at you like this is a real movie right now. Oh, um, <laughs> it was look. It was a real movie. It was a Netflix exclusive. Didn't they pay that motherfucker like four hundred million dollars to uh, make the Knives Out films exclusive? He got paid a lot. He got paid well, a I th- lot. 
Yeah, I think I, I think I think well, I think it was for three movies or two movies. He's adding to like the whole, you know. Um, <clears throat> I think he's run, they want to make a trilogy out of out of that out of that detective or something. So they did one. I think there's one or two more coming out of that. But I think it was yeah, it was around four hundred million dollars they paid him. So what a way look. Disney is $48.4 billion in debt. If Netflix licenses any more bullshit, they're going to be that big in debt one well, day, I'm too. Surprised, like, I'm surprised Netflix stock is still like kind of up because of the um, the bullshit with the password stuff. I'm surprised people are paying it or you know whatever because I haven't seen a dip, dip hard or anything. So I pitched to them. Yeah, I guess, I guess people are just, are, just, are, just, are just paying it and not really caring. I mean, which I think or is... Maybe- Maybe yeah. password sharing wasn't that big of a problem, and Netflix just overreacted and looks like dicks. That's a that's an entire possibility as well. But uh, I wish I wish there would have been a massive uh, massive dump of Netflix, you know, that uh, that week or those two weeks. I bet you when Stranger Things season five is over, everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, Netflix isn't worth it." <laughs> well, they still got Wednesday and all that dumb shit. <clears throat> uh, even then, man. None of the, I mean, like yeah, Wednesday might 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 give them some stuff, but I think Stranger Things the last season is going to be their um their swan song. I think that's going to be the last thing. Once that once that comes out, and they're going to do the same thing they did last time, where it's like it's going to be divided into two months or three weeks or whatever the hell it is. It's going to have two release dates, so I mean that's going to save them a little bit. But once it's done, it's done, man. It's done. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, that's Me a topic too. For another day, but yeah, Me too, dude. man. Yeah, you know, I I can't I can't wait for it, but because of this uh, fucking strike, um, everything's on pause. So, well, uh, we were talking on the high council to um, script doctor, so hopefully, you know, it comes it ends sooner than later for some people. Yeah, I mean, I've I, I heard <clears throat> I heard six months to a year. That's that, that's just what I heard, but I could be entirely wrong. All I know is that if it takes that long, man, there's going to be, well, there's going to be a huge uh, deficit in entertainment. So that's why we'll slide in and make better stuff for everybody to watch. So folks, keep watching our channel. We have new stuff coming all the time. Um, so, yeah, this this is a big rumor. This is what has people talking all over the internet. And we'll be following it to see if it comes to fruition. I mean, like I said, I personally highly think this is unlikely to ever happen because there's no value in it. I mean... Forty-eight billion dollars in debt, and you're going to make a billion or two billion dollars. It's like, all right, cool. So you you could chunk off two billion dollars off of your debt. What about the other forty-six? Like you know, <laughs> that's not going to be enough to fix it. And again, to reiterate the point, no one's going to buy it because it's not worth a damn. No, yeah, it it it, 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 it no, it doesn't. Um, <clears throat> I do. I I can't wait for them to get get in a fight with Comcast over the. The price of the the rest of the of the rest of Hulu that's gonna be fun. Um, so what if they um, what if Comcast creates a situation where it's so expensive and then Apple just comes in and buys Disney and then buys up Hulu? I really I really don't want that to happen. But Apple has like a a ridiculous amount of money right now, even with their thirty five hundred dollar you know AR headset. Those look like Macho Man. What if <laughs> Elon Musk comes in and buys it and it renames it to Zulu? <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm alright with that. But it needs to hire us as well and give us give us some money for a couple of shows. Okay. Yeah, the WCBS movie will only cost about twenty million bucks, and it'll make about thirty million bucks. So they'll have a profit of ten million dollars. Yeah, go. man, we don't we, we don't need that much money, you know. 
No. Yeah, let's I let's mean, be fair. If we made a movie for twenty million dollars, the movie got made for about a million dollars, and we pocketed the other nineteen. <laughs> yeah, we basically insulated our futures. We reinvested the money, so if it flops, we're like, all right, well, we're set for life. Fuck it. <laughs> we just left. <laughs> we strip mined. We're, we're in a beach twenty percent. Yeah, if it flops, it flops. <laughs> we just do a shot-for-shot shot remake of Die Hard with uh, <laughs> Nick is uh, John McClane. Oh God, no! Perfect. I'd watch that. <laughs> no, 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 here's, no, no, it needs to be Dion because that's always been the plan. Dion needs to be John McClane. Um, Jeff will I, be, <laughs> Jeff will Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. I speak German. Uh, Kendo will be, will, will be the cop and I'll be like, one, I'll, I'll, I'll be the asshole, you know, cheap or whatever. It's fine. Dwayne no. T. Robinson? Yeah, I'll be him. It's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll no, 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 no. We all play other roles except for Dion. We we make a joke of it, and he only plays Argyle in the movie. Like, Why is, that <laughs> <laughs> is it because he can dance? <laughs> like, I thought Dion was supposed to be in this movie. He's just playing Argyle. I'll be like, ha Now you guys got the joke. <laughs> I mean, Argyle's an important part of that film. He Argyle's one of the, the better. Day, yes, of. he does. He fucking runs over the. Asian bad guy number three that's in all the 80s movies. Or no! He fucking beats up uh, Sundown from Chazelle. Top Gun. There you go, there you go. No, there you go. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. I love how we all call him a... His name is Clarence, or was Clarence Gilliard Clarence Jr. Clarence Gilliard Jr., yes. I'm like, yeah, I think of him from Walker, Texas Ranger. You think of him from Top Gun, but yep. he's Theo from Die Hard. It's a time of miracles for Christmas and all that other wonderful <laughs> shit. And it's going to yeah. take a miracle for Lucasfilm to, to flat out get purchased by anybody else. I mean... It's all bad mismanagement. It, here's another thing. Let's add to this to the unlikelihood. All right, so they think they're going to have all this value to sell the Disney, or sorry, the Lucasfilm brand. Indiana Jones comes out. Let's say it flops. It costs $300 million to make. It doesn't make its money back because according to Fortune Magazine this week, boys, it needs to make $800 million to break even. Dear. That's a shit. <laughs> Yeah, that is dude, not happening, it will, dude. It will not even make make that in its lifetime, you know, globally. It won't. It won't even touch that. It's a lot of dimp. Talking about the right movie. <laughs> yep, that came out from Fortune magazine this week, dude. Damn. Yep. That, yeah, I don't. I don't pull my sources from anonymous people on the internet. I wait till this shit gets published because you, mean, you, you don't find your sources from Reddit. I was gonna no. Dude, today when I was doing research for our video about this topic, there was a Reddit post that got deleted because they said it was too fake to believe that Star Wars was going to be bought by George Lucas. Reddit said it was too fake. So, I mean, they're onto something because it's that is the pipiest of all pipey dreams that you could have. Yeah, it is wish fulfillment. I don't want to come off as like, hey, guys, you're all a bunch of idiots or anything like that. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. But we're all Star Wars fans. We all hated those movies. We're all pissed off that they sucked. But we're also going to be realistic because if we just lie to ourselves, we're going to get angrier and angrier. Let's just live in the reality of the situation. It, they're bad movies. They didn't work out. And they're done. They'll, they're, they're, they claim that they're going to make three more movies. But if these movies cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make already, how can they justify <laughs> one more Ray film? <laughs> Who's going to see that piece <laughs> no, of shit? No, because, like, Indiana Jones is going to flop, but what, are they going to invest more money into a, a character nobody likes in a series that nobody cares about? Like, that makes that makes zero fucking sense. I know that it seems like Kathleen, Car- Kathleen Kennedy has, like, carte blanche with all this bullshit, but, like, it doesn't make it doesn't make financial sense. None of it does. It never has. 
Like it's, never it's, will, it's, it's, it's weird. It's like they've just been pissing in the wind, you know, unlimited. No. It's just, you know, like, oh, we'll, we'll be fine. It's okay if the piss lands on our, on our pants the whole time. It's okay. No big deal. We'll all be all right. pissing all the time into the wind. The Kathy yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. It just, Is it going to end with a cover of Piss in the Wind by uh, the Dan Band? Piss in the wind. Yeah, it's all we are is piss in the wind. <laughs> the fact, the fact that people who are not part of a multi-billion-dollar corporation, normies like us, can figure this shit out is 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 beyond them. Like that's how out of touch they are. You know, even, even we've been looking at their at their moves and being like, "Are you sure about that?" Yeah, are we don't sure have a financial that? stake in any of this. We just find it entertaining to question the uh, the official people and be like, "Look, you guys." Are you okay? Is something going on? Do you owe money to a drug cartel? Is that? Are you trying to launder money? Is that what Lucasfilm is—a money laundering scheme for like Colombia? Like, if that's the case, then I'll—I'll I'll be okay. I won't be okay with it morally, but I'll understand their decisions. It's like, look, they were trying to fund cocaine operations in the the Serengeti. Cool, no problem. Now I know why these movies cost eight hundred million dollars to make. But other than that. I'm not gonna buy any of their bullshit. Yeah, it's just it's just like the the, the bills are just giant amounts of hand truck fuel. That's all it is. <laughs> hey, Dion. Speaking of hands and stuff, don't you owe a couple hundred thousand hand jobs uh, to yes, all of our Yes, <laughs> Are you from Buffalo? Yeah, yeah, I'm from Buffalo. Hey, yeah, ain't me. Uh, now, folks, we do like to read all the super chats in order, but this one popped up, and it is relevant to the topic right this second. WDW Pro says sixty million dollar opening weekend for Indiana Jones. I saw that earlier today. I, I laughed audibly. Ooh. Oh my god, man! That's like you, like you, you know it's a bad idea, but for some reason, everybody likes to keep their job at Disney and Lucasfilm, and they're like, "Yeah, everybody's like, yes, man, yes, it's wonderful, yes, it's good, let's go, yes, let's do it." Like. <laughs> Oh, you want to make another Indi- you want us to make another Indiana Jones movie, and have him play second fiddle, and have Phoebe Walrus bitch be the person in charge? That sounds like a great idea. Let's make that movie. Nobody says that. Mm-mm. You know, I'm I'm looking at the uh, the weekend box offices from this year alone. So Avatar in the first week of January was still pulling in 45 mil, but uh, as we get later into the year. Nothing has opened that high, I don't believe, besides The Little Mermaid. Now, let me get a little closer to the summer months. Fine, Ant-Man and the Wasp opened to that much money. It opened to $106 million. I still don't believe Indiana Jones is... Or I, if it's $60 million is the number that they're estimating, that's an embarrassment that the failure that is Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, will be almost double what Indiana Jones pulls in. That is not good. <laughs> Didn't yeah? Didn't they kill a few movies from the from the newest to phase or whatever as well? Well, stuff keeps getting shifted around or pushed back or delayed. But you know, they changed like the title of Captain America, but they haven't canceled the film outright. That's another can of worms that I mean, they need Disney... to they need to push they need to push the Marvel movie out of the theater and directly to Disney Plus. Just do that already. Just fucking do it. That'll show them how valuable it is. <laughs> Brie Larson will shit her pants. Well, your ex-wife is a. Uh, she could use a culture shock for a while. Oh night. God, she could. she could. Yeah, she's a shyster bastard. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. That fucking Basmati whore. Oh. I mean, nobody loves her, including you, no. buddy. <laughs> yeah, y- you dodged a bullet, son. That's all. I I'll did. Say. I did. I did. God, that chick is the worst. And oh, yeah. it's funny is we're gonna get to hear about more from her all summer long. So. Folks, make sure you subscribe to us. Is she going to tell more people to drop the taco and get in the car? 
she's in some new Nissan commercial. She's like, how come cars are not art and all this crap? I'm like, oh, shut up, Brie Larson. God. We make cars that are based on swords and this and that. I'm like, you make me not want to buy a Nissan. Not that Nissans were high on my list, but every time I see one of those commercials, I go, why are you the spokesperson for Nissan cars? Like, be the spokesperson for, like, Activia yogurt or, like, <laughs> vegan cheese or something. Vegan not a car. She's not... Who should be a... I, George Lucas could sell me a car better than Brie Larson could. And he could just stand there and say, yeah, I'm George Lucas. Buy this car. I'd go, okay, maybe. I'll think about it. <laughs> oh, um, well, uh, SK438, Brie Larson is in that movie, but she's also a small part. That movie is sold on the power of one man, and that man has family. So... <laughs> Yeah, that movie had a better opening weekend than fucking Indie Will. Oh, dude, and it didn't even do as hot in America as they wanted. It was a bigger, grosser. Yeah, and we're getting the world. And apparently we're getting two more of those. So, oh yeah, I I do know about that. Um, <laughs> dude, if Indiana Jones opens to the estimated sixty million dollars, it'll open to under what John Wick made. John Wick opened that, at seventy three I mean, million just, dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not already. Getting the best reviews, so I would I wouldn't be surprised if it underperforms. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, the the, the first yeah the first one didn't the first one didn't open to that many that much money because it took a little while for everybody to kind of watch it in the theaters when towards the end and then on VOD afterwards and then thinking like really caught on with that. So, but John Wick only cost John Wick four cost one hundred million dollars to make. Oh, okay, All Indiana right. yeah. Jones is three times that amount. I mean, come on now, is the CGI to make Harrison Ford look fake? that expensive because it has to be Where well remember money remember go? remember they hired the kid who made um who, who did the who, who who redid uh luke skywalker at the end of mandalorian season two like remember there was a kid who did like oh i could do it better and they hired him oh yeah i forgot about that story yeah, they hired him so anything any anything from that point on that they do like you know like i'm um, sorry what, what what was the name we used for it um um I forget. I forget the specific term we use for, for, uh, for, for making somebody of um old look look young again. Oh, euthanize. Euthanize. <laughs> euthanize. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So like yeah, that kid was really good at euthanizing the old. Um, he was he was a you know very very good at euthanasia. Um, but uh, he a young Jack Kevorkian, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> you 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 could say that. You could say that. But it's one of those things where it's like anything, anything after they hire anything after they hire that kid should look great, you know, or it should. <laughs> the technology's just not there, and nor is the desire to see a, a rubbery fake Luke Skywalker or a rubbery fake Indiana Jones. Like we're we're past it. Yeah, these characters are past their prime. Why don't we make new characters that don't suck? Kendo, there's no value in new characters. It's not like John Wick 4 made a couple hundred million dollars. It's not like, you know, the Super Mario... Okay, the Super Mario Brothers movie is not new at all, so let's take that one out of the loop. But it's not like they make other movies that are, you know, that can make money off of that. Like, come on, you're crazy. Only shit based on 45-year-old properties that had their heyday before most people on the planet were alive. Uh, only those movies can make money, man. Don't you know how things work? Um, no, I'm, I don't know shit about how cars work or magnets. <laughs> yeah, we 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 uh we're just like our friends at the Nighthawks with Dale Jepsen and crew. We don't understand at all how cars work. 
I don't know. Dale Jepson's getting getting wily now. He's starting to starting to call it the cast of creatures again. It's getting it's getting weird over here. Oh, well, they might the... they might they, they might rumble. I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna get bad. Roadhead is still an amazing song. <laughs> we have to play that on another live stream at some point. Roadhead, give me road. Dude, we need to play that at every convention. That's how we'll start our convention live streams. We'll have a fun. We'll each be double fisting beers. We'll crack them open stone cold style. We'll blast Roadhead. We'll stone cold salute each other, and then we'll chug down the beers. Who cares if we make a mess? I don't. <laughs> and that is the first and last horrorhound we're at. Thank you so much. Well, to be honest, our, dude, our first horrorhound. We've been there too many. Well, you times. know, you, you know what I mean. In a while, in a while, in a while. Oh yeah, it's like hey, the return and the uh, grand finale. <laughs> Again, folks, come hang out with us on uh, September or August eighteenth through the twentieth. Yeah, I was like, well, don't come in September. You can come to the expo and come. Yeah, yeah, Cincinnati yeah. Comic yeah. Expo for that yeah, one. Yeah, that's that's that. Yeah. Oh. oh. So, guys, um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else to cover with the George Lucas stuff because, yeah, it's based on a rumor, and ultimately, like he said, he quit. He sold Star Wars because he wanted to have a family. It took him ten years to make the epi- the prequel trilogy. And he was 69 years old when he sold Star Wars in 2012. So his words are, do I want to spend the rest of my life doing this? <laughs> no. And, he, and I bet you deep down he's come to terms that he doesn't even give a shit to try to fix it. He probably has dealt with enough garbage from the prequels and the special edition fans and the changes and all that stuff. Where he's like, eh, I'm sure it'll be cool for about five minutes and then everyone will be bitching about Hayden Christensen again. And it's like, that's probably his reasoning. He's just done, man. <laughs> He's he's got his well, wife good. and his kid yeah. and he's happy. Yeah, good for him, man. Good for him for you know just being like, all right, I'm done. I'm out. I'm just gonna go, you know, take my billion dollars and enjoy life. It's good. Yeah, I looked up his net worth. He's worth a whopping five billion, which is crazy. Jesus Christ! But like his personal net worth would not be enough to buy back Star Wars for Disney to make a profit. So hey, and and, and like yeah, and like we've been discussing, it's not worth it all. I think uh, for him to get it whatsoever, like it just isn't. Um, even, I mean, even if it's back with him, I'd, you know, it's just not worth it. So let's just mark this one up to wish fulfillment folks. But if any more information comes out, uh, we'll be here to talk about it at world-class bullshitters. So, uh, you guys ready to check in with the audience before we get into our next topic? Now, folks, if you like Star Wars stuff, don't click away yet because we're going to give a, uh, uh, how do I want to say it? I want to say a eulogy because that sounds too much. We're going to talk about the Iron Sheik and the Iron Sheik hated the Disney Star Wars sequel trilogy with a passion. <laughs> so, uh, after we check in with our audience, I'm going to read you some of what the Iron Sheik had to say about Ray Skywalker. And it's about on point with what we have to say and everyone here in the chat. So, uh, first off, our buddy Enrique Vasquez says, Hail WCBS. So, a 13 year old girl in China lost her parents saving $64,000. WCBS could have used that money to buy a DeLorean in the BS Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> We could definitely use a WCBS DeLorean. But since there's four of us, yeah. we're going to have like a sidecar. Like a two-person <laughs> sidecar for the DeLorean. It'll look like a little No, train. no, no, no. Just, just, <laughs> just, just make it like a DeLorean limo. Just extend it a little bit. It's fine. It's fine. I, I, dude, a DeLorean limo would be so fucking cool. <laughs> now, Enrique had a request for a button. Uh, he wanted the Fat Steiner button. So I assuming, I'm assuming you want the one where he screams he's fat. So let's press you that one right about where is the scott steiner button shit it's like i uh i lost them all no they're right here somewhere uh while we wait there we is threats there he is. are part of wrestling you know but you gotta look at the person that's making the threats 
This fat son of a bitch is challenging all of us. Has been world champions before. Been in this business 15, 20 years. And this fat son of a bitch is going to challenge us all out. Just gonna calm down, calm down, okay? All right. He's fat. We need to I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, thank you, Scott Steiner, for bringing some levity to the show. Enrique also says she spent it on a, mo- a mobile game. Oh God, sixty-four thousand dollars on a fucking cell phone game. I wouldn't have a child anymore. I'd be like, hey, does anyone want to... Basically, I just... I don't know what I'd do. I'd be pissed. Wouldn't you be pissed, Kendo, if your kid rang up $64,000 on your cell phone? I mean, I'd be kind of impressed since he's only 13 months old. But well, That's a different story. Yeah, his ass would get blistered hard. And I don't, I'm not even the spanking type, and I'd beat the shit out of him. I would just be like, you're not going to college anymore. Like, that's it. That's the end of your... That's your punishment. You're going to go take out student loans to fucking yeah. go to school. Enjoy your job at McDonald's, kid. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, you won't be loving it. Here's your Beverly Hills Cop Button request, though. I'd just like to say. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. What's the music from? Thank you, Enrique. Uh, we already read our Scott Steiner math button. Thank you very much to Sejorgian for starting the show with a lot of uh, energy. It was exciting to scream about Scott Steiner. TLJ Screwjob says, "Yay, Dion turned off Dark Fate and all of his TVs have or all of his TVs, so he has power." <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was the Dark Fate that did his power in, folks. The entire state of Michigan was having a power surge, or sorry, a power drain from all the energy it required to watch his favorite. Terminator Grace. Well, when you're beating off to that chick, it takes a lot of electricity. <laughs> but doesn't it also create a lot of thermal energy? So couldn't he have just like like a nuclear reaction? Like generated 1.21 gigawatts of electricity needed to fucking power the state of Michigan? <laughs> We're just going to say yes. I still don't know what the hell a gigawatt is. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. He says, even if George Lucas or anyone buys Lucasfilm from Disney, I'm just waiting for the articles after Kathleen Kennedy is six feet under and wrecking her shit like script said. Yeah, I can't wish death on anyone, uh, but I'll say this. When Kathleen Kennedy does pass away, I hope there are articles that tell some things about her. Um, oh, God, dude, yeah. I want I want all the skeletons to come out of the closet. I want, I want, to, hear, I want to hear what the hell happened. Ask me off air, Nick. I'll tell you one. Oh shit! Okay, I got one from a first-rate source. Um, Jeez, that's all. That's all I'll say. TLJ <laughs> um, Screwjob says favorite scene from the Godfather films. Mine's the meeting of uh, Solazozo or Solzoto. Slazo. Uh, never Slazo. Excuse Kirk. me. Ne- never tell anyone outside the family what you're thinking again. My favorite scene is from Godfather Part Two when. Uh, God damn it! I came. Uh, fuck, Marlon Brando's character is now fucking Robert De Niro's Vito. character. Vito Corleone goes back to uh, goes back to Italy and finds the guy that killed his father when he was a kid and proceeds to whisper into his ear that he's Vito Corleone and you killed my father. Essentially saying, I don't give a shit how fucking old and infirmed you are. You're not dying until I fucking say so and then proceeds to fucking kill him. <laughs> the fact that Video, Vito Corleone didn't spend every day thinking about that. He probably spent every day thinking about that. But not only did he make himself successful, he did everything he needed to do to make a success for himself and his family and all that good stuff in America. But he never stopped thinking about the motherfucker that needed to get got. 
Uh, one of mine is um, when Al Pacino's wife dies in the first one. Oh, yeah. Apollonia gets blown up in the car. Yeah. Yeah. So why do you like seeing violence done towards women, Nick? <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask that, but I didn't want to put you on the first Because she's on a Twi'lek, that's why. Mm. Oh, okay. Hey, the truth came out, folks. <laughs> Keep listening to the show or more truths will come out about Nick's proclivities. Yeah, and uh, and 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 I'm I'm quite sober, so that should tell you something. Yeah, me too. I drank a cup of tea. That's how drunk. Oh, I am oh, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Whew, I know, right? I'm sober as a judge. <laughs> Mike Judge. Uh, my favorite scene is probably when Mo Green gets shot in the fucking face, or when the guy gets shot in the kitchen or in the, in the restaurant. I just I enjoy the violent scenes in Godfather because I don't know it's '70s violence where it's like semi-realistic but still kind of funny to watch. But those movies are great. Well, the first two are great. Like I said, I haven't seen the third one, so I'll never, I'll never watch it as per Kendo's uh, recommendation. Oh, don't, 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 just don't. I wasn't gonna. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says, "Wow, lives lives and dies by the writing." Uh, th- wait, sorry. Wow, lives and dies by the writing. Doesn't live at all. Yeah, those Star Wars movies never lived at all if they live and die by the writing, because they were they were written like shit. It's like if a uh, well, I, it's like if a turd actually wrote a movie, you'd get. The Last Jedi. First draft, even two. Friend of the channel, Adam Wofford, thank you for your generous super chat. He says, Disney won't sell Star Wars or Marvel. Too much investment. If anything is sold, it would be the Fox IPs. There hasn't been anything done yet. Yeah, there were movies and series announced, but nothing happened. So, yeah, if they were to sell some Fox IPs, like, I don't know if you guys follow any of the trades, but they're making an X-Men, sorry, a Wolverine versus Predator comic book. Which Lame. seems kind of cool. Oh, okay, I thought it seemed kind of cool because the artwork's great. But if they're going to sell IPs off, like I bet you they could sell Alien or um, what else does Fox own? That's obviously escaping. Well, I mean, we we are getting that super lame Alien show about diversity in space aliens, so that should be real fun. Ah, uh, really? That's real? Yeah, <laughs> it's very much real. Also. They finished. Uh, they finished shooting the the newest uh, re redo of Hellboy. I knew there was another one coming, but I didn't realize how quickly it got made. Yeah, it's it's done. It's done filming. <laughs> Do you think it'll be as successful as the last one that failed? No, it's going. It's going to suck. They should literally just give Guillermo del Toro <clears throat> the money and let him finish the fucking series. Oh, I'd go back to see that one. Yeah. Give him. Just go ahead and give him the goddamn money and let him finish it off. I don't know what the hell you people were thinking by give, by making one with uh, Dan Harbor and then doing a redo of that again. It's like I don't know. You guys just love love just you know pissing away money. I swear to God. What's the Hollywood trend? It's like everyone wants to be like Disney and now they just want to lose money like Disney. Folks, don't be like Disney at all. You'll be better off if you're not. But Nick, I'm going to guess the new Hellboy is somehow still less profitable than the new Indiana Jones movie. Probably. Um, but Adam Wofford, I think that's a, a good guess to make that they'll sell off Fox IPs. Isn't Avatar a Fox IP? Maybe James Cameron will buy Avatar. Mm, he could probably get a better deal on it than George Lucas would get for trying to buy back Star Wars. You know what would be really great is if some rich Saudi prince is like, I like Star Wars, and he buys it. And then it's just owned by some random, one random person who's going to just, well, actually, no, that'd be terrible. It'd be like when uh, they went to the WWE and they're like, can we get Yokozuna to come back? Mm-hmm. The first thing they would try to do is make a Princess Leia movie starring Carrie Fisher, and that just would not work at all. 
Um, our friend Sean Carter says, my prediction is Lucas will buy it back with partners, maybe at 10 to 20% ownership, and will have creative control. Well, we'll see what happens, Sean. Uh, like we've all said here, we're going to guess that it doesn't happen because there's no value in Star Wars. Can you believe that, Nick? Like, you can, too, because we were all grown-up Star Wars kids. Can you believe that we're, like, adults going, yeah, there's no value in that. I the formerly biggest thing weird. ever is worthless. It is so weird to think because, yeah, yeah, yeah like you said, we, we grew up with it. We had we had it in the 90s and things like that. We had the uh, the prequels and stuff. Then when this announcement happened, we were on the fence. And um, we saw the first movie, and it was trash. It's 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 just so weird to think that like it's in, it's in, it's just a like we've been saying for years. It's a dead horse. It is literally a dead horse. You know, and and, you, and it's unsellable. Um, well, Dion loves uh, a dead horse. It's his favorite type. Jesus, it's the only kind that can't kick him in the head. Mm-hmm. Somebody actually tagged him or tagged us on a post on Facebook of a horse just randomly kicking somebody, going, "Dion was right." So, <laughs> Dion stepped away to go to the bathroom. I'm glad he's not here to hear that. He was. Uh, TLJ right. Screwjob says Breadman Production said in the chat that Disney Star Wars got people to appreciate the prequels, but for me, it was a reappreciation after the Red Letter Media videos. Just saying. I, I do like the prequels more by comparison, but what happened for me is I got older and I, the nostalgia kicked in for the summer of 1999 when Episode One was about to drop. And even yesterday, I watched a YouTube video for about 40 minutes of uh, the, all the games and things associated with Episode 1. And I thought to myself, this is the last time Star Wars was pure. Nowadays, it's just a dumpster fire of garbage. But one last thing we didn't even talk about with Lucasfilm. They fucked up the video games, too. They went with that bullshit Battlefield game where they got investigated by the Hawaiian government for gambling. Like, that was a loss, too. That's something nobody remembers anymore. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing those on the shelves for Christmas, like when people were Black Friday Friday shopping. That was the only thing that 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 was there that was left there, and nobody bought it. I thought it was hilarious. I just don't like. I don't like the new EA Star Wars games. Now I can't say no. I don't like the new Jedi Survivor because I've never played it. But. I mean, battle. I mean, like I I played a lot of Battlefront. I thought it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, I wish they would have kept it going a little bit more. You know, at least a, a few more of them, but like give you, giving you more things to do, more battles, more planets. You know, you know, and and maybe maybe even 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 a bigger overall mission that you could have you know done some more stuff in or something. Because like, it's it's like it's it's like the Star Wars version of Call of Duty, where like there's a main story to to play, but it's really short, and you just go for the um, you know the online play basically. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I won't play it because I have better things to do, like Zelda. But uh, I will take your word for it, Nick. Uh, one Man Army, Two Electric Boogaloo says, I just turned it on. Uh, what is the word with George? Well, uh, word on the street is George Lucas is going to buy back Star Wars from Disney because they're over $48 billion with a B in debt. But uh, we here at WCBS uh, do not believe that's the case. Because uh, according to Valiant Renegade and other reliable sources, Star Wars isn't worth it, what, the money that they paid for it. And we've lived through this shit. We definitely know that's the case. Uh, thank you, Enrique Vasquez. We did read yours about the $60 million opening for Indy, which that's another kind of Temple of Doom right there. Shrubbles08 says, I'll take a Jorogan Slapnuts and an Uncle Ben, please. Of course. Let's give you your first one. Kendo loves this button, and uh, it makes everybody laugh. Where is it? Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up.
And then the other button you requested. Who's that Pokemon? It's Uncle Ben. I have Spider-Man 3 on in the background, and without the sound on, it's a good movie. Just putting that out there. Um, Adam, thank you very much. He says, What up, guys? Hey, Jeff, I didn't mention it during GMPC this morning, but Paramount's Great America in Santa Clara, California, had a Days of Thunder experience exactly like the one you described. I wrote it as a kid back then. Ah, that ride. I do like those types of rides. They're a lot of fun. Uh, Guys, have you ever heard about those... Well, I'm sure you've been on them because they have them at, like, Universal. They're the movie theater rides where the seats rumble and move and it feels like you're watching, or it feels like you're moving with what's ever moving on screen. Have you guys ever ridden any of those? Oh, yeah. Uh, those yeah, are dude, fun. There's a, yeah, there, there, there was a 3D, there's still a 3D theater, or 4D theater, as I say, in Gallenberg, and it's still there. It's all the same shit. They have, I think they have the same movie they, they played, like, 20 years ago. Is it still in 4D, or has the film ex, uh, expired and now it's just crap? I don't know. They may have bought multiple copies and just, like, you know, kept it there or whatever. But I know, I, th- I think at the time when they were showing that, it wasn't a giant... Like, I remember seeing behind the scenes, it was on a giant floppy disk. Like a, like, 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 um, a 3.5, you know, <laughs> disk. That has great storage if it can put a whole 4D film on it. Damn. It was, yeah, it was... I, I don't know, the way the program... I, I don't know, that, that's what I saw the guy put in whenever we, you know, before he started the damn thing, so... Who knows? I remember going to Omnimax theaters and seeing how giant the the film reels were, going, "Whoa, that's crazy!" And then you know you watch yeah, the been, dome and you're like, "Whoa, that's yeah." Crazy. I've been seeing I've been seeing um, stuff uh, pop up pop up for Oppenheimer, and seeing Chris Nolan saying, "Oh yeah, I'm so looking movie. forward to that movie." I I can't wait for it. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh, interesting. Um, I heard a rumor that um, he didn't use CG for the uh, for the test for the first test, the Trinity test. He got a real um, a real live atomic bomb for it, so. Ah, oh, that's yeah. why all those people went missing. Yep, yep. You know, I'm okay with that. If it's to make the film more realistic, I don't care what the casualty number is for Christopher Nolan. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's a place, you know, there's going to be a place where they, you know, they, they can only do it once, so. Um, it was a good and, once. Yeah, and, you know, the place is going to be uh, radioactive for the next 10,000 years. But, I mean, he got the shots. He got he got the footage, so it's okay. Yeah, that's, that's worth it to me. I, yeah. I Like I said, at the cost of whatever... It's art, and that's what's yeah, important. Yeah, you know, to a me. few hundred human lives, um, you know, radiation. Oh, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Well, you, you can go to the Trinity site, though. It's not irradiated. You can only go, like, there's only like a couple times a year, though, where you can actually go. Okay. Well, I, I may actually look into that. That sounds interesting. I might, I might actually do that. Well, good. You can come visit me. <laughs> there you go. That'll give me two excuses then to come out there. I'll go with you. We'll do it as a W. I'll just go document a couple things so we can uh, <laughs> use it as a channel Perfect. expense. Perfect. It's like this Waffle House is on me, boys. <laughs> Not sure what they have in Alamogordo, but I don't think they have a Waffle House. Oh, I was when I mean this Waffle House is on me. I mean I'm going to buy us a Waffle House and build it out there just for you, Kendo. <laughs> oh, okay, that works. What are friends for? If as if not to buy them their friends, you know, restaurants that don't exist in their neck of the woods, like. I wish one of my good California friends would have bought me a Skyline Chili, but, you know, I guess nobody was that good of a friend for me. <laughs> I've been there way too many times since I've been home. Speaking of home in Cincinnati, Darian217 says, It's only about 10 to 11 hours from my place to Cincinnati, even less if I don't stop for anything, including Moose. Just saying, Joe Rogan Moose. Well, Darian, we'll be up at your neck of the woods for WrestleMania next year, so at the very least, we should be hanging out with you 
during the showcase of the immortals. But here's that button you requested. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit, Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, folks, hit that thumbs up button to let us know you enjoy the content. We have one more and then we're going to get into our next segment. So Georgian says, shout back to Good Morning Pop Culture somewhat. The entire Fox Kids lineup in the 90s is worth more than Star Wars. Iron Grogu and Jamaram. I will press those in just a moment to transition us over. But uh, do you agree? <laughs> Joseph Fianowicz. I just got to put this on screen uh, while we're reading Sejorshin's super chat. Do you guys agree that the 90s Fox Kids lineup is pretty damn epic and iconic and is worth yes, more than yes, Star Wars? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, we had a, you know, I think that was. <clears throat> we also had, the, I think, the Men in Black cartoon was on there as well for the Fox Kids. It was. Or that was on Kids WB. Oh, kids, baby. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Still, still one of my top favorite cartoons. Still a, a great, a great addition to the to the, to the franchise. Uh, once again, I'll probably never get it on DVD or Blu-ray. So, the nice part about the Men in Black cartoon is it's it's the actual continuation of the first movie. It's not that revisionist bullshit that they give you in part two. Like they keep Agent mm-hmm. L, they bring uh, K back. I like the cartoon more than I like any of the Men in Black sequels. I'd rather watch the first movie and that, and that's it. That's all I need from No, and, and, like, I recently watched a cartoon again. I think it was on Crackle or something, like, season four or some shit. And I was like, this is really good because the stories were the stories were really awesome. And I'm pretty sure they copied one of them for, for the for, for the part three movie. I'm pretty sure they did. Um, but the original stories, like, they involved the aliens and, like, you know, one, uh, one crazy lunatic um, rogue agent. I think it was Agent A or whatever who had, like, left because of mental problems. And he was, like... Harvesting aliens from around the uh, the universe so it could be invincible, and that was like kind of the overarching story for like all four seasons. I, even, I gotta go back and watch it because I do not remember those episodes. Yeah, yeah, man, it was yeah, it was like once again, it was good stuff. The story was great. They they went they perpetuated the whole Men in Black thing. It was awesome. I do love the Men in Black, not the real life ones. They're kind of scary bastards, but yeah. you know, they are what they are. <laughs> yeah. Uh- Universal, give me some money. Let me make a Men in Black TV show. Oh, yeah. We need very minimal budgets. What we'll do is we'll just fake an alien invasion, and then we'll get the real Men in Black to come and confiscate the <laughs> Oh, my God. I mean, oh, we man. want honesty in our art, right? Well, I mean, the, apparently it was, I was watching some some YouTube thing, and there was, there, was a, there was an incident in Vegas. With the Men in Black? Well, with, uh, with extraterrestrials. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're going to go there for my birthday this year, so we should go investigate that shit. Paranormal apparently, Files, World Class Bullshitters uh, Edition. Apparently, there, there was a, there was somebody called the cops and was like, "Hey, there, there are some, there are some, there's, there, there." They didn't even say people. They couldn't say people because it wasn't people. They're like, "There's something in our backyard. There are two things here that are like eight to ten feet tall. We don't know what they are, but they have giant eyes. Like you could hear the fucking cop thing." And I'm like, "This is a problem, probably a joke." And the cops show up to the house, and all of a sudden, you see from the cops' uh, body cam this this giant green streak going across the sky, and like it very slowly and landing somewhere. I'm like, "Oh, this is how it starts." <laughs> oh shit! Um, I'm gonna look this up after the show because oh, I'll, I'll send you. I'll, I'll send you the video of it. I'll send you the. the Please the do, because I don't want to sleep tonight. I want to have nightmares forever. Okay. <laughs> you got it, buddy. <laughs> now, speaking of uh, getting it, it's time to give the audience the buttons they requested. Welcome back, my friend. A little welcome gift. That's not the only gift I have for you. What? <laughs> uh, so what do you think? Maybe when he's older. No. What do you mean, no? I think he's saying he's old enough to operate it. 
Yes, 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 yes. No! You can't steal my catchphrase! No! Yes. No! Yes. No! Yes. No! 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 Yes. No! Yes. No! Good old Debray. And then uh, one more before we get back into our main stuff. This is our first and oldest and my personal favorite button. Gibberish! It always gets me. <laughs> it's the only button one of us is featured on, so there you go. we got to make a Dion button and a Nick button and a Kendo button. That'd be good. Um, Ritasaurus, I don't know. Maybe some of the Men in Black are actually aliens. Uh, I, who knows? It could be possible. Now, since we're keeping uh, this relatively close to Star Wars, guys, our pal the Iron Sheik passed away. And, you know, he oh, was yeah. 81 years old. May he rest in power. But... Uh, according to CBR, back in 2019, Iron Sheik celebrates the Star Wars Day by trashing the new trilogy. Would you like to hear what the Iron Sheik had to say about the Disney Star Wars films? Yes, I do. Now, this isn't for the faint of heart. Um, be, re be prepared, folks, because the Iron Sheik hates many things, including Hulk Hogan and jabronis. And um, I'm just trying to get an image of him pulled up. You know... Oh, it's sad. It's just so sad when you Google Iron Sheik Star Wars, you just get all the things about him dying. But, um, yes, Iron Sheik did not like the Disney Star Wars movies, and he did not hold his tongue. So let me pull this image up for people to get a little context, and then we're going to read these. Um, I'm not going to scream into the microphone, but I'll do my best. <laughs> so, he says... God bless the Chewbacca. He and Han Solo, real Jedi like me and Nikolai. But new Star Wars Jedi fake like Jesse Solo and Jabroni Partner, the dead dog. New Star Wars movies go fuck yourself a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Hashtag fuck the Star Wars. There's more. On Garbage Star Wars Day, if you do the cosplay, you better social distance from me. I don't care if you cosplay as R2-D2 or IG-88 or the COVID-19. I put my friend mask on and suplex you all. Fucking jabroni, planet Taika Watiti. Jesus. Alright, Iron Sheik really doesn't like this shit. Uh, he says, Rambo, Last Blood, and Sylvester Stallone, Iron Sheik class. Last Jedi jabroni like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, he says, Monday, you are the jabroni, especially the jabroni Jar Jar Binks. You and the Monday, I put you in a camel clutch. I stick your, I stick your eyes in your ass where you watch the new Star Wars films. <laughs> <laughs> um, without Harrison Ford, Star Wars The Last Jabroni is not Iron Sheet class. Even Star Wars The Dead Droid Dog, the better film. He says in September of 2019, Disney, don't fuck up the Star Wars or I suplex the jabroni Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> and he also says, finally, fuck the Star Wars, Spaceball's only legend movie, The Galaxy. I don't even know what that one means, but... Uh... God damn. Oh my god. There's nothing more fun than screaming into a microphone acting like the Iron Sheik. <laughs> yep. Bullshiki babies gone to, gone to the Eternals at this point. Not not the Marvel Eternals, but you know. yeah, I was about to say you should have more respect for him. Well, I'm sure somewhere in the afterlife he's breaking someone's back, fucking him in the ass, and making him humble old world style. <laughs> Good for him. Now, uh, what do you? What's your Iron Sheik memories like? What is your number one Iron Sheik memory, or Kendo? 
Probably him with Sarge, just because that's like the earliest I can remember because I was too young for the Sheik's heyday of, of WWE. Um, but I remember when Sergeant Slaughter became an Iraqi sympathizer and was hanging out with the Iron Sheik and General Adnan, or was that the same person? But it wasn't, he wasn't calling himself the Iron Sheik. He was somebody else, which in hindsight, it's always funny to see that time during the Gulf War where there was an actual Iraqi, Sergeant Slaughter, and an Iranian fucking swinging around an Iraqi flag. It, fucking wrestling, man. Yeah, not every decision that Vince McMahon made was good. Most of the decisions Vince McMahon made were not that good. But he made a couple great decisions, and that changed the course of his business in pro wrestling. Oh, Dion, you're back at just the perfect time. Uh, we're talking about the Iron Sheik. What is your favorite Iron Sheik memory, buddy? Oh, my favorite, favorite, um, damn, so many to pick from. Uh, just all his Hogan tirades. I don't know if that counts. Uh-oh. Someone a dumb son of a bitch. I mean, his rant when he was doing that shoot interview, I think it was you shoots he was doing. You know, the, the fucking bullshit is just, it's so high up there. It, it really is high up there. Yeah, I i love the Iron Sheik from the meme levels of stuff because I wasn't watching wrestling until the late 90s. So actually the first Iron Sheik match I ever saw was the WrestleMania gimmick battle royal. That was my first Iron Sheik moment. And the only reason he won that damn match is because he was too uh, beat up to actually take a bump and fall over the top rope. So he had to win the damn match. But uh, yeah. It, he, his documentary is great, folks. If you want to watch something really interesting, entertaining, and slightly sad, check it out. Nick, what about you? Any Iron Sheik memories? No. Well, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> right to the point now, will ya? Um, so, it's a superstar Billy Graham died recently. Iron he Sheik did. died. Uh, I was saying, Kendo, on Good Morning Pop Culture today that most of the early WrestleMania main events are gone with the exception of Hulk Hogan and Mr. T because WrestleMania's one main event is everybody is dead except Hulk Hogan and Mr. T only Hulk Hogan's around from WrestleMania's two, three uh, he's not in the main event of four but Ted DiBiase's still around Macho Man's not around from five, Ultimate Warrior's not around from six uh, seven, WrestleMania seven is the most recent WrestleMania, or the earliest WrestleMania where every participant in the main event's still alive yeah, yeah, which which means then whenever we finally sit down and play one of my favorite games of take a drink every time you spot a dead wrestler, uh, the older the pay-per-view, the more we're going to drink. I don't know, man. If we watch WrestleMania 17, there are entire, entire matches where everyone's dead. Like, there's a match between Edge, sorry, Test, Eddie Guerrero, and Tim White is the referee. And, oh, no, it's man. Tim, Tim. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's a, that's a hard one to watch, but... Uh, yeah, more wrestlers are dead for, than pretty much any athlete, wouldn't you guys say? At this point, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's yeah. super. I mean, football players, CTE is high, but you know, yeah. there's a, there are a lot of old ones too. But yeah, not, I don't think it's nearly as much as pro wrestling, at least for their for their ages when they die. No, um, like I said, it's always said when anyone passes away, but there's something about pro wrestlers just going. It's like. They're so much larger than life, and they're always portrayed as invincible. And so when they actually do finally go, you're just like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the real Emperor Palpatine says, I'll be honest, I cried when Rowdy Roddy Piper died. Dude, Rowdy Roddy Piper was the shit. I met that dude. He was so friendly as well. That was on so as well. Yeah, that one, that one sucks. That one sucks. 
For me, the worst one, though, was Macho Man because he had just signed that Legends deal with the WWE. He cut that promo at Comic-Con, how he was going to come back and do stuff for the merchandise. And then he had that heart attack and crashed his car. I I was hoping that we would at least get one more Macho Man promo on live television. That's all I wanted. I didn't want a match. I didn't want him to do anything that was out of his wheelhouse. But I would have killed to see the Macho Man cut a promo on, like, The Rock or somebody in the year you know 2011. Yeah, yeah Macho yeah. Man dying sucked. Just because it was completely like out of nowhere, just all of a sudden, Macho Man Randy Savage passed away today. What? Yeah, that was that was so crazy, man. Uh, R.I.P. Any wrestler, excuse me, any wrestling fans in the chat, tell us your uh, if your favorite wrestler has passed away. I think all of our favorite wrestlers are still around, so we have that going for us. Two, three, two out of three of mine, like top three, are dead. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Owen Hart is one of your all-time faves. Yeah, and The Undertaker, he is a dead man, so he counts as being dead. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. He's got the urn, King! <laughs> uh, Stunk Cold still around. That's good. He looks the same, because he's never had hair. Yeah, he, he looks, yeah, that motherfucker ain't changed very much. He's like Mr. Strickland. Is he, is, is he still doing his podcast? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, his TV except show. For... Now it's under the isn't his podcast though under the WWE umbrella, so it's been sanitized in the Vince way. Oh, that's that's fucking terrible. It was, <laughs> but I don't think it was just a limited thing. He was doing the the broken skull sessions or whatever. Okay. But his podcast, I don't think is, is is WWE. I think it's um not Spotlight, the uh, the other Spotify network. or uh, iHeartRadio. No. <sighs> I came around top of my head, but yeah, I don't. I don't think his. Uh, I don't think WWE has the rights to his podcast. Good, because I know for a while there, he was doing them for the Fed, and you could tell there was a substantial difference between Stone Cold's podcast before the Fed and after the Fed. Yeah, anytime Vince touches something, it turns to shit. If they didn't create it, he ruined it. <laughs> um. Now, guys, one last thing I'll bring up with wrestling, so we don't. Uh, make the whole show about wrestling over the weekend for some reason i got into watching or excuse me into listening the uh wcw sound alike themes and so when i was out today i was walking around to ddp self high five i was like what yeah. the fuck am i doing with my oh life God. that's a good one though that yeah. self high five hell yeah mm-hmm. not teen spirit <laughs> i mean how did they get away with that shit dude if you pl- if you pl- if you play that song, you would you'll be able to tell that they got away with it because it was just different enough that if somebody tried to take them to court over it, they could play the whole. This isn't the same song card, and probably get away with it. I'm at the point in my life where I actually prefer that version than the real Nirvana song. That's yeah, fair. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I think it was Jericho that had not even flow as his entrance music. Yeah. <laughs> that one that one sounds a little bit more like the original song. I mean, yes, DDP self high five, not Teen Spirit sounds an awful lot like Teen Spirit, but the even flow Jericho song sounds even more like the original than the DDP song. You gotta listen to Raven's Come As You Are, but clearly you're oh, not the shit. same person song. Yeah, <laughs> that that one's a little pretty fucking close to the same song too yeah well jimmy hart thank you for your contributions to wrestling daddy-o you took us straight to the top and there's really nothing else to say about that 
Thanks, baby. Um, he looks the same. That man does not age. I've seen him in person. He looks no. The he's same aging like a vampire, <laughs> and he still is hustling too, man. He's doing all this, all these different types of shit going on, all these different wrestling businesses and merchandising shit. Jimmy Hart is a hustler, baby. Yeah, his bar and tiki deck I think closed down, so that's a shame. That's another place we're never going to get to go together, guys. The show is no. in Ackworth, Georgia, and that tiki bar in Florida. Yeah, Jimmy Hart's tiki Damn. bar, our bar and tiki deck. Well, if we could time travel, I'm sure we'd do much more important things. But, you know, I'd like to imagine we could go there, too. Mm-hmm. Now, guys, I would be remiss without bringing this up. Today is a very special day in pop culture. It is Ghostbusters Day. Ooh. I didn't realize that June 8th was officially Ghostbusters Day, well, but do you, now it is. Well, do you know what June 7th is? Goonies Day, right? There you go. Yeah. Goonies Day, yep. There yeah, I saw, I saw somebody post that on Facebook yesterday. On this day in 19 whatever, Goonies came out. I'm like, if Nick sees this, he's baiting. <laughs> you probably saw the post that I made. <laughs> While you were baiting. So. Andy, you Goonie. Is she your favorite one? <laughs> um, No, because the way the witch turned out when she was older, just kind of like, huh. Oh. Uh, the, the other girl actually is, is, um, is somewhat decent looking. Well, Dion's nowadays, anyways. Oh God, yeah. She's yes, sir. You know it. Well, so many of my heroes are just dropping, especially yeah, the mean, fine ones. Yeah, that's true. That's she's true. the news anchor in Die Hard, which always makes me laugh. Yep. She's everywhere across the '80s, man. It's 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 nuts. She's everywhere. Wait, Dude, are we talking about the she's one the, uh, lady that was like, was that Bob Zemeckis' wife? Yeah, Mary. Is it Mary Ellen Trainer? Was her name? Yes, and she is dead. Well, I mean, she'll always be Mrs. Walsh to me because she could never say anything right. She's like, something, something, Harry, Carrie, Krishna. It's Harry, <laughs> Carrie, Mom. <laughs> oh, man. No, they, um, I think on the, um, on the city website, they had like a fucking like thing you could do. They had a sh- they had the movie showing in the theater for the entire week and stuff. Uh, they had checkpoints you could go to. You could go to each place. Each place had like Goonies themed items you could buy and food and stuff. So. That whole like it was a whole week of stuff at uh, Astoria, Oregon. Did they have Rocky Road ice cream? Yeah, they do. Oh, thank God! Oh, it's, it's all handmade and vegan, Jeff, because that's the way fucking Oregon is. Do they have any baby roofs? Uh, if they're handmade and vegan. Okay, so that's a no. Yeah, yeah, that's a no. Uh, old angry bastard says only three of my favorite wrestlers are alive, unless Brutus the Barber Beefcake died, and I didn't know it. Nah, he's still Damn. Brutus the fucking Barber Beefcake. He he did a lot of that, didn't he? Yeah. Best friends hey, my Kendall, ass. Do you still listen to uh, the Bruce Pritchard podcast? I'm going to take that as a no. I gave up on it a <laughs> while myself. So, today is Ghostbusters Day. Uh, Dion, who's your favorite Ghostbuster? Uh, ooh, I... Gotta go with Bill Murray, man. Gotta go with uh, gotta go with the Murray. Nick, yeah, say man, I got I gotta go with Bill Murray. He's my favorite. He's the you know, <laughs> he's the funny one from the beginning with the uh, with the ectoplasm getting it in his eye and trying to fling it on the thing, to um, to 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 having three mortgages on on Dan Aykroyd's house, um, 
trying to trying to play, trying to play it tough with the realtor and the firehouse and Dan and Dan upgrades like look at this pole. Can we sit here for the night? Like that whole thing. Like it's yeah. Bill Murray is yeah. He's he's the man. He's great. Did you see that he's dating uh, that actor or the singer Keyless, the chick that sings my neck? Yeah. My neck? What Taylor the fuck is that, that about? That dude just. <laughs> He was doing the DiCaprio thing before DiCaprio. Listen, listen, Al Pacino's having, ha- having, having his fourth kid, and he's 82, so, you know. Robert De Niro's having another kid, and he's 79. Yep, yep. So there's still time for me yet. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, my favorite Ghostbusters, Dan Aykroyd, a.k.a. Ray. I, like I said on the Good Morning Pop Culture, Anytime Dan Aykroyd's in something, it's hard for him not to be my favorite. That includes trading places. I actually don't know if I like Louis Winthorpe the Third or Billy Ray Valentine more. Um, it's a dilemma I'll just have to live with because a Karate Man bleeds on the inside. But it's true, you know. He knows about La Bohème. It's an opera. Oh yeah. God! Actually, uh, what was it? I was watching um, YouTube. Casey Neistat did a video where he like walked by them doing uh, a couple of takes for the for the new movie. Really? Yeah. Well, well, you know, New York is descending into into hell because of the fucking smoke from Canada. It's all like orange looking, and it lo- lo- looks like um, Fallout. It looks like Fallout or Blade Runner right now. Like it's fucking crazy. I mean, New York looks crazy. I've been looking at the pictures of it, and I'm like, man, I wish we were kind of there to take photos. But then I'm like, ah, the air quality would probably kill us. So not really worth <laughs> well, it. Well, I mean, you're you're further north than I am. Just take a train for a day, go up there, take some pictures, and come back. They actually put a stay inside warning in Cincinnati from this. Oh, uh, really? Wildfire. Yeah, the, the air shit. quality is not good here either. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, oh, well. like my eyes have been burning for the last two days. Yeah, well, we haven't I'm... gotten to stay inside, but we can still smell it. Does it smell like barbecue? <laughs> oh, did, you see that, oh. did you see that clip on the news? Because there was like, um, they were interviewing a bunch of people in New York City, and the woman's like, I can't see anything. This, that, and this random guy goes, it smells like barbecue. And then it cuts to something else. I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> That's awesome. It smells like barbecue. Something else, something else is burning besides trees. Um, yeah, that's people, bro. Ass. Yep. That would be a really fucked up movie if like, it's some horror movie where you're like, man, I smell barbecue, and these people like follow the smell all the way to a cabin, and it's just like there's an arm and a leg on a grill. How what a fucking twist that would be! I, I mean, we should put that in our horror. I mean, movie. I mean, I th- I feel like I feel like Luke Skywalker smelled barbecue too. No, that was toast. When he has <laughs> he had a stroke when he read the fucking Last Jedi script. No, no, no. I mean, oh, I, I mean when, when when he came back to see his aunt and uncle. Oh yeah! Damn. <laughs> that bl- that blue milk does a body good. Unless you're really dead. gets into the flavor of the meat. Mm. That's why it's so tender and juicy. That's why there wasn't oh much God. left. The storm, the jaw was picked them clean off. Well, the I mean, at, at, at some point, Disney's gonna not not have blue milk anymore. It's just gonna be gone. It'll be red milk because they're in the red already, dude. Oh, jeez. Uh, now to keep it with Ghostbusters, guys, since today is Ghostbusters Day and it's one of our favorite properties, and you know, there's Wokebusters coming this year. Um, now, Kendo, you're a proponent for Ghostbusters 2, correct? Well, the answer is yes. Guys, do you like <laughs> Ghostbusters 2 as well? I do. I like I like the soundtrack better than 1. Like, I listened to the soundtrack recently for, for both of them, and I was like, 2 is a little bit more, uh, like, a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more, like, it's a little more upbeat. One's one's classic. You have the song. You have a lot of a lot of the things that happen, you know, that you, you know the soundtrack's for. You know, like, what's happening, where they are and stuff. But two is just like you know they kind of let loose of the music and it was a little bit, little bit, little bit better. 
You like you like Bobby Brown, you know it. <laughs> oh, Look, man. I don't I don't judge, man. No, on our own now is a decent song. I'm not gonna deny that. Yeah. It it was like the start. Maybe it was the start. Maybe I'm wrong, but I was also like a few months old back then, so I don't remember this vividly. <laughs> but it was the start of like every movie getting a hip hop song because they had yeah, it. it Adam's yeah. family had it. Like it was just a thing to get a hip hop song. Didn't, for your big budget didn't that movie. shitty movie with Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase have one? Like Trouble? Nothing but Trouble? Nothing but Trouble? <laughs> that movie is one of the biggest pieces of shit I've ever seen, man. <laughs> I cannot watch that. God. You haven't seen Doc- Dr. Detroit. Watch that. Yes, then... I have. I have seen Dr. Detroit. Oh, I will pick fuck. Dr. Detroit over. There is literally no Dan Aykroyd film I would watch over, or rather watch over. Uh... Oh, sorry, let me rephrase that. Nothing but Trouble is so bad, I would rather watch every Dan Aykroyd film instead of that one. That's fuck that movie. Okay. It's bad, but it's not. It's got some My Girl redemption. 2 is better. Uh, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. <laughs> Nothing But Trouble is a total guilty pleasure movie that has some redeeming qualities to it and is watchable to a degree. Now, I'm, I can't say that it's going to be something you could watch every day, but, you know, once a year, it's, it's, it's totally worth watching. Plus, it's got a digital underground in it. Do they sing Sex Packets? Oh, no, that's the name of the album. Excuse me. Yeah, dude. Um, even what even what was it? Even, even Which, Waxwork. Oh, and there's a young Tupac Shacker in that movie. That is that. That's true. That's true. But um, no, um, Waxworks Two got a got a end credits uh, rap song for no reason. <laughs> what one again? Waxworks Two. Electric. Lost Google. in time is what it is. Yeah, that's yeah. It's the one where they went time traveling. Come on, man. Now I'm now I'm gonna have to listen to that song after the show. <laughs> Good, good. I know you Humpty like to torture. This is your chance to do the hump. <laughs> I'm not gonna sing the rest of the words. Uh, that, that's a fun song. Didn't that guy pass away too? He did. Oh man, that's terrible. The good ones die. Everybody dies, actually. So, well, remember keeping uh, it nice and chipper on here. <laughs> of course, we're world class, baby. <laughs> So, Nick, uh, Kiddo, you stepped away for a second. We were talking about Ghostbusters 2 and how you're the biggest fan of it on the channel, but Nick said it has better music than the first movie. Do you agree? Oh, I... I'd have to either watch them both again, which I will, more than willing to do that, to figure that (laughs) one out. (laughs) Because I'm not sure that it does. Because, I mean, the first one's got that Save in the Day song, which is just awesome. No, no, that is. It's extremely epic, extremely epic. But I don't know. I'm, I will, I'll watch both of them again and report back. Fair enough. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I don't think you're going to have a bad time doing that. No. No, probably not. <laughs> I'm going to watch the first Ghostbusters after the... Well, not tonight. i gotta got to prep and do stuff for tomorrow's job. Or tomorrow's work. But I do want to watch Ghostbusters. That's the thing. I never not want to watch Ghostbusters. I can. It's it's like, dude. It's like it's 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 part of that perfect that those perfect movies like Back to the Future and Indiana Jones. Like it's just one of those things that is just like it's really good, and you got it, you know, and everybody likes it, man. You know. Yeah. Anybody here in the chat not like Ghostbusters? Press one. Not gonna judge you. And but then like... unsubscribe. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Jokes on us! Everybody in this channel, on this channel, hates Ghostbusters, and we've just fucked ourselves. <laughs> it's like no. Yeah, that, that's my bad. That's my bad. 
God damn it. Uh, the real the real Emperor Palpatine says I like Goonies, dude. I w- I, I went to a story Oregon last year and did the whole tour. It was uh, it was it was awesome. Um, dude, didn't you get pizza up there too? Was it all I, yeah. like hand tossed, yeah, like... organic, grain fed? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Luckily, it was Papa John's. We're okay. We're okay. Luckily, We're it was Rose. Papa John's. <laughs> How's that a luckily thing? Uh, I I don't know. It's cheaper, and it was. I mean, it was fine. I don't know the 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 the, the bad luck you had with yours. I don't know what happened, but no. I mean, we we had it. It was all right. Yeah, we were okay, and nobody, you know. Uh, crap themselves to death, so it was it was good. I've never felt like crapping myself to death from Papa John's. About four hours after I eat Papa John's, I feel like I've been shot in the stomach with a cannonball, and then I have to poop my brains out for about five minutes in the morning. Oh. So what you're telling me is that we shouldn't get Papa John's as an official sponsor for world-class bullshitters just because we can't use the product. I don't think Papa John would want to sponsor our channel just based on who's on this channel and some of the things he said. In the fine, past. we'll get we'll fine, we'll get Little Caesars then. It's okay. Ugh, exactly. That's. I mean, at least Little Caesars is so greasy that it actually you know easily. Hey, yo, Jets out. Pizza, give us a call. Now that's <laughs> <Yeah. part laughs> I'm all right with that. I'm all in on Jets Pizza as a sponsor. That'd be great. I mean, they do have some of the best pizza out there, folks. We're not we're not a commercial for Jets Pizza, so but if you're hungry, you might enjoy some Jets Pizza. That's our next evolution, guys. We come up with so many great fake commercials. The real people are like, "Well, fuck it, guys." Here's we might Jeff. as well just sponsor them at this point. Yeah, I mean we we jumped over Manscaped and all the other advertisers that you hear on YouTube. We got Jets Pizza and Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Manscaped had a T-Mobile Tuesday offer this week. It was 30% off. I was like, maybe I'll try it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. T-Mobile or Manscaping? No, I've got T-Mobile. It'd be the Manscaped. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) T-Mobile also gave out MLB TV for free this year, which was awesome. And then the baseball season started, and the Cardinals fucking suck. So I'm like, God damn it. I was going to ask you what was a better giveaway, that or when the St. Louis Police Department gave you baseball cards. But uh, I now know the answer. The department giving out baseball cards, I mean, that was just a childhood summer. And that's just a very wholesome and awesome memory that occurred. But I don't know. Getting MLB TV for free this year is pretty fucking badass. And MLS TV from Apple TV was free, too, from T-Mobile. So I got that one as well. So I could keep up with my hometown sports team since, you know, I don't fucking live there anymore. Oh, uh, I, f- I found out something the other day. Apparently, if you have Amazon Prime and Grubhub, if you can, if you connect them, you get uh, free delivery. Hmm. Yeah. But what happens if you're fucked up at night and you accidentally order Grubhub through Amazon? <laughs> well, no, you you just connect your app to the you know to to Prime to the Prime thing, uh, to, to your Prime account, and you just use the Grubhub Grubhub app, and you're fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically, basically, you get it. You get like a year of their like subscription thing you know like uber uber has like uber one or whatever and shit like that that's what you're getting for free for a year i need to cancel my uh uber subscription because i haven't ordered that shit in a month since i left california <laughs> and i'm not gonna or now i can just walk everywhere fuck it i don't need shit from uber <laughs> and it's not gonna take me two hours to drive somewhere there you go there you go so this is an image from the new ghostbusters movie apparently they're filming that right now in new york city um I liked Afterlife, but I don't think I'm going to be that excited for this one because they kind of fixed everything. Okay, let me rephrase that. Ghostbusters 2016 is a piece of shit. It is. 
And I wanted to take a second to just let that live with everybody. And so the Ghostbusters franchise was damaged. People say, oh, no, it wasn't. Those women are funny. I'm glad you like them. But that damaged the franchise to the point where they had to do something quickly with Ghostbusters to make people forget about that one. And so they found a way to bring back everybody and CGI and Harold Ramis, and it worked. People left happy. Ghostbusters Afterlife was a hit, and, you know, it left lots of people feeling good about Ghostbusters. But now they got another one, and I think they're tempting fate. Because while those kids were good actors, I don't think it's going to work this time, man. Because what are you going to do? Have them run around New York City just like, why aren't you in school? I, this may this may be the this may be the one where they kill the old they kill the old people the old old actors and then just the kids are the are the Ghostbusters from now on. I, hope I don't not. know if they do that. Yeah, I think that show was pretty much pretty much left the station. I you know that idea I, I, do. Yeah, I mean, Afterlife being pretty good, you know, it may it may surprise you. It may surprise. You. I mean, the logo looks pretty sweet, but I would I wouldn't put a lot of stock in it. But I I give them. Give them enough room based on Afterlife to to give this one a shot. Yeah, no, same here. I, I would definitely give it a shot because Afterlife Afterlife was great. Um, they did such a good job with that. I was so happy they fixed everything and you know got it kind of back on track. Um, the comic books we got, I think, a couple of years before that movie were awesome. Um, the Ghostbusters Year One comics; those were those nice. were so good. I wish they would continue that series, man. Oh my god, they were so much fun to read. Holy shit. I need to read them. I have stuck to a lot of the classic Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters comics. Well, I mean, like, they, like one of them goes through the training of Winston, and, like, basically all the little dialogue stuff you hear from Casey Kasem and the little things they do, like, you know, yeah. that, that you don't see happening when they do, when they go through, go through some of the movie, they show you what happens in the background, and it's, like, it's extremely accurate. Do, yeah, they, do they dance the night away? They yes, do. They show, that. they show that, yeah. That's one of the comic things, yeah. I could get behind that one. Yeah, yeah, I would I would highly recommend you just buy, you know, buy hard copies of them and you know and just own them because it's worth it. Alright, well I will. I'll take your word for it, Nick. Yeah, no, yeah, because I think yeah, I think uh, yeah, me and Ken have read read all of them and we love them, so mm-hmm. I bought covers A and B for because they had the two different covers. I bought the both covers for every one of them except one that I couldn't find it for, and I figured I'd just order it and buy it later, and then that time has gone on, so I'll probably have to pay a higher fee off of eBay or something one day, but it, it'll be okay. Yeah, man, it, sh- it shouldn't be that much more, honestly. Uh, but no, yeah, definitely worth it uh, to read those and check them out. Uh, so much fun, man, really. Well, I'm gonna, like I said, I'll take your word for it. You guys never led me astray on any other comic book, so... Now, if they make a comic book of nothing but trouble, I'm still going to pass on that one because fuck that movie. <laughs> listen, that listen I hope, once again, I hope Carpenter does not do a, a, a fucking sequel to, an actual, like, movie sequel to, to the thing, too, and he just makes a comic book or a graphic novel. That's all I want. I would love to uh, make it myself. I'd love to be involved with the project. Oh, no, I, no, no, I, I have an idea that involves all four of us in, in that project. Well, let's make it happen, Nick. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I, I I wrote down the idea like two years ago on on my phone. I still have it in my notes, so we're good. All right, we are good. Yeah. Um. So I'm guessing this new Ghostbusters movie will be fine at best, and it won't do anything to piss people off. And uh, you know, if it does piss people off, well, sorry, Ghostbusters, you done fucked These up again. These things happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I just I I hope they kind of stay on track. I hope it's good. I think the directors changed though. 
Oh, it's, it's no longer Jason Reitman? I don't think so. Huh. I have to I have to check and see. Uh well, if that's the case, I just don't know what to say anymore. Besides, yeah, director Oof. is uh, is Gil Kinnan. Who? Uh, that's what I thought too. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking him up. I'm looking him up right now. Well, what I'm really he? excited to see his work. Oh wow, it's a short list. <laughs> what is it, Nick? <laughs> He directed the Monster House. He directed City of Ember. He directed the Poltergeist. Um, oh, the remake in twenty fifteen. Remake, yeah, yeah, twenty fifteen. He directed an episode of the Scream TV show. He was a writer on Afterlife and also an executive producer. Uh, he was the writer, uh, director, and writer for a thing called a boy, a boy called Christmas, and now he's the right, the director, writer, and producer of the new Ghostbusters movie. Damn. Well, he's leveled up big time. So, I mean, Monster House was was wonderful. City of Ember was pretty good. Poltergeist is Poltergeist. He did a scream episode, it just doesn't, you know, here nor there. Uh so I mean, yeah, it's yeah, he's got he's got he's got he's got monstrous shoes to fill. It better not be fan four stick. I agree, it better not be, because I mean, like, yeah, because I'm 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 surprised I I, I I don't think Jason wanted to do another one after after his dad died after, after doing the last one, honestly. Because they were why making a movie together. Why would you bring that up? What? D- uh, Dion, why would you bring Fan Forstick up, man? That hurts. I mean, I try. <laughs> he trying to what? He cut out. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. What were you saying? I just heard Fan Forstick and I reacted negatively. No, no, no. I think I think Jason Reitman didn't want to do another one probably because his dad, his him and his dad had a fun time doing the last one, and he died right afterwards. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it shows that there was a lot of fun yeah. in that movie. And you know, his dad was the um, the stand-in for um, Egon. Egon. So yeah, there was that too. So I mean, there was a lot of a lot of stuff. A lot of things happened. You know, a lot of memories and things like that. Even we saw that whenever they did, had Ghostbusters Day before the movie came out, where he was remembering his son being on set, and they showed some some stuff from the. Uh, the DVDs and things like that, and they had a whole thing about it, and he got real emotional and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, that could be a that could be a well where Jason Jason Reitman just didn't want to do it. Dude, it was a it was such a cool thing, cool scene to see them all back one last time, even if it was CGI Egon. So I don't think this movie will be able to top that. So good luck, Ghostbusters. After I like, mean, if it's if it's Hulu. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm going to lower my personal expectations for it. If it's if, yeah, if it's a, if if it's at least like fun, and and no bullshit, like no preachy bullshit, we'll be okay. I think that'll yeah. that's a very low bar to meet, but we'll see what happens. Well, the kids are all right in those movies. I mean, Finn Wolfhard is kind of awkward as shit, but you know, yeah, it is what it is. It's true. It's part of a charm, I guess, right? <laughs> if you say so, Dion. If you say so. I don't know. So he's starting to look at Michael. He's starting to act like do things like Michael Sierra. So I don't know how he's gonna. You know, oh great! Keep... So we're gonna get sequels to Scott Pilgrim and Year One and. Um, I fucking Revolt. hope not, man. I really hope not because yeah, I mean he has he has that look. He has that skinny, dopey, dopey kid look. So I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen. I hope he doesn't. I hope that's not his persona going on. So. Just don't give him a dirt stash, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah, they probably will. They probably yeah, they probably will. It's all he can grow at that age. Yeah, probably. 
Yeah. Once again, I just hope this is. I just hope this is uh, fun. I hope it's not full of member berries for them doing it in New York again, where they're like going to the Cedric, Cedric Hotel and and Dana Barrett's apartment and this that, and the other. So I mean, I hope that we're not doing a rehash of part one. Yeah, I'd be pissed, especially since the hotel's actually in California. Now that I've been there, it's like you can't convince me that that's actually in New York. Yeah, and from and from what I from what I heard in production is like they filmed a little bit. They filmed some of it in London, and now they've come back to they've come to New York now to, to do some shots. So, all right, maybe they went to Pine's uh, Pinewood Studios to f- shoot Ghostbusters. That'd have been cool. Probably did. Yeah, probably did. So, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what the story is well, as time goes on. I know this is supposed to come out at the end of the year, but I doubt it. Um, that was too quick of a turnaround they wanted to do. Like, I think they announced it the end of last year. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to make one by, by the end of the year. It's like, good luck with that. Well, if that's the indicator of quality and it still comes out in time, whew. I hope it doesn't. Set. No, honestly, I hope it doesn't. I hope they miss it and they're like, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going a little bit more. It's going to come out in, like, March of 2024. It's like, that's fine. I'll deal. It's okay. Is Paul Rudd going to be in this one? Yes, as far oh, as then I know, I, he's still. Then I'm not concerned still, anymore. I think. Hold on, let me let me make sure. Yeah, yeah, he's still. He's still. According to Google here, what I'm looking at, he's still on the, on the thing. So we're cool. Yeah. Okay. I I'll I'm more cautiously optimistic because if I go into this movie and it's mostly Paul Rudd, just being funny, is a Ghostbuster. I'm there, man. That's the shit I think we all wanted back in 2016. Like, Paul Rudd. And who else would have been some decent modern day Ghostbusters? Like some comedic actors you guys would have liked to have seen. Ooh. Oh wow. I know, right oh, off the damn. top of your head, you're like, shit. Yeah, yeah, dude, Lord, I got I gotta funny. think about this, man. I gotta think about this now. Holy I mean shit. Bill yeah. Meyer probably Bill Bill <laughs> Burks usually would be. Bill would Burr be would have been fucking hilarious. Oh my god, Bill Burr is a fucking shit. Ghostbuster? Sign me up, dude. Yeah. Dear God. <laughs> so we got Bill Burr and Paul Rudd. Uh if we have to have a black Ghostbuster, who's our black Ghostbuster? Ooh. ooh. Kevin Hart, right? No. Um, uh, it might not uh, be the worst D, choice, but... D-Ray Davis, mate? No, he. I mean, he might be too much. Um, Is that the guy from Get Out? He, I think he's in Get Out. He was the one in the... Uh, the scary movie where there, it was... Uh, where he was the cousin, or no, the uh, the Marlon Wayans black people version of of um, fuck. paranormal activity. A paranormal activity, yeah. I yeah, saw that movie activity. on Netflix once. Okay. Was oh, oh, oh! What is it? Movie. A haunted house? A haunted house? Yes. Yeah. He was the cousin or whatever that comes over. He goes, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I want the TSA guy from Get Out. That's who I want. No, no, I know who. I know who from Hocus Pocus too. Um, Kathy and Jimmy. I'm there. No. <laughs> Bette Midler. I don't think she can pull it off. But anyway, I'll, I'll I'll trust you. No, there was a black guy in that in that one. Well, he he owned the magic shop in in part two. Hold on, let me look. It up. There was a black guy in a Disney movie. That's a shock. Yeah, I know. It's fucking weird. Did it? Did an Asian woman wreck her car into him at the end of the movie uh, I to think save so. the day? I think so. Oh, good. I think so. Let's see. Where the fuck was it? Oh, come on. Give me. Well, you're Googling. Sam Richardson. Uh, Sam Richardson. That's who should, who should be the black guy. All right. I was going to say Dion Green, but, you know, fuck me, right? I mean, listen, hey, I'm, I'm all in for that shit. Sign me up. Let's go. 100%. Well, look at that's why we get to be the Wokebusters, folks. Make sure you be make sure you're checking out all the updates. I posted some uh, images on uh, Twitter today. But I'm working on that book all the time. Going to send a chunk off to the ink or the colorist, excuse me, and then I'll be sharing more stuff 
It's the story of three guys, sorry, four guys, one of them is not a scientist, and uh, we take down, basically, instead of uh, people getting, instead of fighting ghosts, people get outraged and triggered, they become these incredibly ugly rage monsters, and we form a business to stop them. It's a comedy, it's an epic comedy, it's a big book, it's over 80 pages, and it's all done by me, so uh, I, I can't, I can't wait to, to, to track down Ernie Hudson and give him a copy. <laughs> Oh, dude, we got to give every living member of the Ghostbusters cast a copy of Wokebusters. Uh, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I would love, I would love for that to happen, where we could like just hand it to them, or they would somehow get it. Like that'd be great. Dear Rick Moranis, there's no Lewis Tully equivalent in our book, but hey, check this out. You might like it. Uh, God, I wish. I, I, I hope. I hope he's. In the, I hope in the, he's in this new in, in this one coming up. Honestly. That would be amazing because it would make sense. Like he never left New York, allegedly. So it's like, you know, the kids well, are saving the day, and then there's Lewis. Yeah, because I know, I know Sigourney Weaver is definitely not in the in the one in in, in the new one coming up. So, because she's out entirely, she's like, yeah, I did I did my part for the last one, and I'm I'm done. I'm like, all right, I get it. So, I'm good with that though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but speaking of Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus three has been greenlit. They want to do part. Oh, three. good. Yeah. So. I'm going to sleep well tonight knowing that they're going to make another Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I was really worried they weren't going to make another one. I'm, I'm glad to know that they are. It's going to make me feel so much better about just existing on this planet tomorrow. It's all about the Kathy and the Jimmy, man. As long as she's in the movie, I'm happy. <laughs> she's going to be at Horror Hound, actually. Oh, bro, I know. I'm taking my King of the Hill shit to get autographed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a Funko Pop for my uncle. He loves Hocus Pocus. But like, I'm sure you were another shit, but I only care about this one. <laughs> I mean, that's completely honest. Look, if you name somebody that did other work besides King of the Hill, and King of the Hill is the only thing I care about. Like, even Mike Judge, he's like, yeah, I did Idiocracy and Beavis and Buddha. Oh, yeah, but shit. you did King uh, of the Hill. Dude, yeah. dude, the two guys from American Werewolf in London are going to be there. Oh, they added more people, huh? Yeah. Yep. Folks, that is uh, August 18th through the 20th at the Indianapolis Convention Center. You can come see Horror Hound and all the wonderful stuff there. But what you're really going to go to do is come hang out with the WCBS crew. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Nick and I will be reliving some of our old con memories. Uh, the Coos Bros will be back in action again. It's going to be fun. It's the yeah, first time yeah. we're all together in the same location oh, since Loudy's wedding to, of 2022. I'll, ha I'll have to bring our shot glass that, 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 we bought, excuse me. that we bought uh, years ago. The skull ones? Yep, they're 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 uh, ab they're above my fridge right now. So I can't wait to drink out of those shot glasses. Yeah. Um. Also, you also need to take a couple, take a couple of posters. Um. Uh, five posters you you made for uh Freddy versus Jason. I need to get those signed too. Oh, dude, I will bring those. I'm bringing a whole art table stuff to sell. I'm going to have that just for the fun of it because I miss doing it that much. So, yeah, dude. folks, you can check out the art. I mean, there's more than just Wokebusters I do. I draw pretty much every day. And uh, we'll have – Nick knows the print I'm making. I told you about the one, right, that I'm doing? Yes. Yes. Okay, that one's going to be fun. I, uh, I'm getting ready to start that this week. So Awesome. Yeah. Uh, we, will, we will do better about broadcasting from Horror Hound this time. Usually we just get – drunk and we're just like yeah fuck it we'll do it next time but no <laughs> no not no, this we, time. no we always say fuck it we'll do it sunday and we're like too drunk and hung over and just tired yeah. to do it sunday <laughs> we will live stream friday evening well maybe no saturday. no we'll let's, do let's do it saturday let's do it saturday it's fine saturday remember, in the morning to get it over with okay yeah because remember we tried we tried watching a movie friday so we could review it and we all fell asleep no dion fell asleep we were all just bored <laughs> okay that's fair that's fair 
It Chapter 2, man. Talk about a, a lap, not even a lateral step, a slight decline in quality. It was not yeah. a bad they movie. Went back, yeah, because they went back and did more. Yeah, it just wasn't as good. No, yeah, yeah, the first one was amazing, but they did more stuff with the kids. It's like, no, we had the first part. Go to the adults now. Come on. Right. The adults in the original It were much better than the adults in the 2019 version. I prefer John Ritter. 100% and fair. Tool. Yeah, man. What, what is the joke about uh, about the can, Jeff? With a can? Oh, uh, excuse me, sir. Do you have any Prince Albert? Or do you have Prince Albert in a can? You do. You better let the poor fellow out. <laughs> that always gets me. There you go. What? 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 Uh, yeah, Alexander the Great, Dion was tired from watching Dark Fate all day long. I mean, he streamed it in his car the whole trip down, so. Oh, man, just, it hits me in the nethers. <laughs> no, uh, Root Beer Crazy, you gotta join our show early, because we're almost at the end of it. It's not a clickbait title. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna read it. I don't really want to recap Georgia, because we spent the first hour and change talking about that. You can check out the replay. But yeah, guys, uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun at Horror Hound. I can't wait to just hang out with the audience again. Oh my god! Yeah, I got I got to bring our our our, our um, signature bottle that I had made at the fucking Jack Daniel's uh, factory. So that'll be fun. Oh my god, that's that's high class, Nick. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, guys, is there anything else you want to say about the new Ghostbusters movie? I mean. We're excited. It's Ghostbusters Day. I feel like we we paid our just our due respects to the franchise. Cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll yeah, because like yeah, when it comes out, I definitely want to try to see it that weekend for sure. Uh, and I hope it's good. I really do. I mean, it's Ghostbusters. As long as it doesn't have Paul Feig attached to it, I'm pretty much gonna show up and. <laughs> with my t-shirt on it's always a good sign when paul feig is not involved in whatever it yeah, is I think, going on i think i think fried rags is selling ghostbusters shirts right now if anybody wants to to get one and are, are, are we selling shitbuster shirts jeff are we doing that anymore the wokebuster shirts are still available we'll have some of those in person at horror hound and i'll put the regular uh, emoji design on shopwcbs.com awesome. because people request those it's funny like i wore them to wrestlemania and everyone's like you were there with me uh dion and the other people were like, "Dude, where'd you get yep. that shirt?" I'm like, "I made it myself. Go to our website, check it out. It's a you need it's to, our new comic you book. Have, you need to have an ironed on QR code on your shirt. That's what we do. I do. <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah, I'll just I'll get a giant QR code put on the back. That's there you go. There you go. Get get one of those those uh, those iron on things from Staples or whatever. Just print it out on your printer and just put it on there, man. That's it. Yeah. So um, let's check in with the audience again. So where were we at a moment ago? Our friend Tommy Review says, Hail WCBS, y'all watch the Expendables 4 trailer? No, but I'll watch the Expendables 4. I yeah. It, it is very by the numbers, uh, but it's just good enough to get me interested. It's, it's weird that 50 Cent is in it, though, because it's like, <laughs> I don't know if I would have 50 Cent marked as an action hero yeah. right now, Yeah. but I was like, fuck it, he's in it. But, uh, and it looks like they got less names this time, but my boy saw... Dolph Ruggins still in it. Nice, so, nice. Dolph's I... worth the price of admission. I fucking love Dolph, man. Um, I saw some 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 show that Arnold's in where he's like in therapy with a with puppets. What? I know oh, he's got the one yeah. with Netflix and his daughter. But the... I think... Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the one. Oh, that's the, the same show. 
Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and and I was like, I was like, I might need to watch this. It looks hilarious. So I don't know if it's good or not. So I don't know. Tell me how it is because yeah. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I saw the trailer for that and I'm like, I can live without that. Yeah, well, because yeah, 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 very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, yeah, the one I saw was like, you know, the, him, him accepting the puppet and doing the whole thing with it, and I'm just like, he's doing a voice and he's trying to be, you know, <laughs> talk to his daughter, and I was like, this is kind of fucking hilarious. So I don't know. I hope, I hope it's good. I'll, I'll check it out and see. Yeah, I'll definitely look at to see how how, how silly it is for sure. Hopefully, it's oh, yeah. silly good. Not oh, silly yeah, definitely, shitty. definitely. Well, most things today are silly shitty, Dion. But hey, yeah, um, plenty. Uh, Tommy, I'll have to check the trailer out. I just saw that 50 Cent was in the images, and I was like, I don't really want to see the Expendables anymore. <laughs> like, they had so many great characters in the other ones, and now it's just like Stallone and 50 Cent. But hey, if it's good, it's good. I'll be the first to admit that I liked it. Adama, thank you very much. He says, I went back to Great America as an adult and rode the Top Gun roller coaster. I think that Great America at one time was connected to King's Island. Yes. It was. We still have the Top Gun roller coaster. It's now called the Spider. But back in the day, it was the Top Gun roller coaster presented by Gillette, the best a man can get. And it was sweet, Kendo. You would walk over like the 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 ride queue was through the woods, and they would play the Top Gun theme and Danger Zone as you got closer and closer to the ride. And I'm sold. Dude, it, uh, when you come to Cincinnati for a Kings Island visit, we can ride what used to be the Top Gun roller coaster, and it's sweet. It's like a hanging roller coaster. Um, fuck, I bought a season pass and I still haven't been to the park yet, so I gotta catch up. I bought the Top Gun, uh, not Lego set, but the other brand, Kobe or whatever it is. I bought the F-14 Tomcat with Maverick and Goose, the F-18 with Maverick, and the P-51 with Maverick. Uh, earlier today when I got home from work, I was I finally pulled the trigger on those. I'm like, ah, I'm finally gonna reward myself. You deserve it, man. So... Can't wait for those to show up in the mail so I can, you know, open the box. Say, sweet, I can't wait to get working on these and let them sit there for about 10 months. <laughs> That's how things tend to go. I mean, I bought uh, some action figures. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put these on my shelf. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, oh, they'll probably sit in the box for another, I don't know, year or two. Yeah. Hell, everything I bought from the last five years is still in a box. So that is the way it is. But Adama, yeah, I believe those theme parks were connected. At one point, Paramount probably owned all of them. And that's why Wayne in Wayne's World 2 talks about working at Great America, mopping up Hurl and Lung Butter. But uh, <laughs> we used to have a Beverly Hills Cop Garden at our Kings Island, uh, Paramount Kings Island. It was cool. I couldn't imagine an Axel Foley roller coaster. That'd be pretty shitty, actually. <laughs> it's just a crappy blue Chevy Nova, and you can't get over the yep. loop. Yeah, and you don't you don't use your eyes, you just use the force. Oh, good callback. <laughs> How about a Billy Rosewood shooting gallery? I could get behind that one. <laughs> we gotta talk, man. <laughs> you drive worse than Maureen. No way. Uh, Overkill one six one. What is up? He says, listening to GMPC yesterday, you gave me an earth shattering, shaking epiphany. Who born after nineteen fifty and not living in North Korea has not seen Ghostbusters. That's uh, true. That's true. Laser Pants from the Three POA podcast has never seen Ghostbusters. Damn. Yeah, he's a friend of the channel, and I'm like, like, bro, you're older than I am. What's the excuse? And he's just like, I just haven't seen it. I'm like, you've seen the most random shit ever, but you haven't watched. Go like, you can't overhype it, and it's not gonna not live up to the hype. It really is that good of a movie. So agreed. Agreed. 
Uh, Darian217 must be from the future. He says, are we doing Ghostbusters 1 and 2 drunk streams before Wokebusters gets released? Yes, we are. We're going to use that to uh, build some hype, drum up some hype, and uh, we'll get drunk and talk about Ghostbusting. Nick, you and I should get wasted and talk about paranormal activity shit. Not the movies, but like actual paranormal stuff, you know? Oh, no, I'm, I'm down for that. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, yeah, man. What we should do is we should take Dion to a haunted horse farm and see how the audience uh, <laughs> a reacts. A haunted horse farm. A haunted horse farm. <laughs> oh, my God. It's come the on. ghost of Secretariat, Dion. It's come back for you. All right. All right. <laughs> um, I, might, I might be going to a haunted thing. There's, there's a haunted president in Tennessee or something like that. So some friends of mine want to go to that, I think, on, like, the third or fourth or the fourth or fifth or something. I got to figure it out. But um, Of yeah. July? Yeah. So you're gonna spend America's most patriotic day of the year at a horror thing? I respect that. At a, at a haunted prison, so yeah, that's gonna happen. That's, what's more American than a haunted prison? <laughs> well, many things. I don't know. Barbecue and hot dogs. Coca-Cola, McDonald's. Yeah. There you go. Cheese fries. There you go. Not poutine. I'm surprised poutine is not an American invention. It's like the most American food ever: gravy and cheese on French fries. Right. Awesome. It's so it good. Is. Though. I could go for some poutine right now. Yes. I guess I'll just have to have a piece of pizza instead. Damn. Adam Walford. They, I know, right? Um, when you come to visit, dude, we got to check out this place called Poseidon Pizza. It's the shit. Oh, You're on. So, yeah. Uh, Adam Walford, thank you very much. He says, New York City looks like Night City after the nuke went off. Most cities on the East Coast look like what I thought. Most of the East Coast cities look like that. I thought, or I like both Ghostbusters movies and the cartoon. The real yeah. Ghostbusters is a good cartoon, man. Yeah, dude. I think that cartoon's on YouTube or something. You can watch it right now. It is. I watched a lot of it when I was working on Wokebusters just to get yeah. the feel when I was, uh, you know, sitting down and doing the stuff. Yeah, I know uh, Ghostbusters news on on Instagram. They always post like reviews of each episode. They 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 go watch and stuff. So, but I'm pretty sure they're on YouTube or they're on like Tubi or Crackle or something or so. They're on somewhere. I'm really happy that the Ghostbusters community keeps the franchise alive the way it does. It's a really really good uh, group of people especially the ghostbusters of each state they all dress up and do that charity work that's yeah. always fun at the conventions yeah. too yeah and i love how they completely ignore and disregard ghostbusters 2016 and yes. this is the people involved <laughs> in that movie off so much dude after after that movie came out when i went to dragon they con it. they deserve it whenever i went to dragon con i see a female ghostbuster she was always in the 85 um you know overalls never in the 2016 overalls ever I think I may have yeah, seen because... one female in that in that costume ever at, at Dragon Con. But usually, it's always when you're not when they're not at photo ops. It's kind of hard to get people to do it legitimately, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's a Cadillac, though, guys. Come on, it's, oh. a, Cadillac. it's a Cadillac, baby. The real Emperor Palpatine. Thank you very much. He says it's Miller time. It is. Uh, I know the Ghostbusters said it first, but every time I... I mean, I know it's a commercial and shit, but I always think of Axel Foley and Beverly Hills Cop, too, and he's like, can you all clean some of this shit up? Like, I just love that part. <laughs> yep. <laughs> How the fuck are you going to steal a house? It's my uncle's house. Is your uncle on rock and roll? <laughs> oh, look at the titties! That's the ultimate distraction, man. You get caught in a lie, you just scream out, look at the titties, everybody look will at stop here. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You got titties, beer, orange juice. Get your mad ass in this pool with me. Um, Xavier to God. Oh, fuck, Mary kill. These are always fun. The Amazing Spider-Man, X-Men Apocalypse, and Fan Four Stick. Kill Fan Four Stick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kill Fan Four Stick. I I will uh, kill Fan Four Stick. 
was the other one besides Amazing Spider-Man? X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, fuck X-Men Apocalypse and Mary uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Same. Yeah, I will too. Oh, Headcase Laboratory has a recommendation for their Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, Paul Rudd, Dave Chappelle, Gina Carano, and Bill Burr. Mm. That's doable. I I don't think Gina Carano is that funny though. Yeah, that's the thing is yeah that, yeah that, that's also the thing is like yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't put her in that I mean like I I she's you know she's a good actress as well she's not really a good actress but you know she's right, attractive yeah. we'll say that she's attractive right yeah she's um, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that yeah we'll go with that but yeah having her in there uh... I just would have four dudes play the Ghostbusters like always yeah 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 I would have. To, to bounce off Headcase Laboratory, I'd have Paul Rudd, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, and I'd keep Dan Aykroyd. I'd keep one old guy. I think Dan Aykroyd running around with these guys would be hilarious. Because, to, to like, by comparison, they're not that much younger than Dan Aykroyd. I mean, I know Dan Aykroyd's, you know, older, but, like, Dave Chappelle's been in films for 30 years at this point. So it's not like we're going to be getting, like, the new hot young talent. Uh, it, I just, I would rather have four icons do it again. Because... Yeah, they'll never be as good as the original guys, but they'll be great in their own right, so. I can live with that. Uh, TLJ Screwjob asks, Kendo, does the Top Gun set come with a bloody canopy? Damn. Number one, the canopy wasn't that bloody after Goose whacked into it. Number two, I I, I hope something really bad happens to you tomorrow. <laughs> come on, Kendo. Oh, my God. Uh, the guy said uh, the test stream went out, then it came back in the engine and it fucked it up. All right, we're still all hurting from that shit. Yeah, may he rest in peace, Anthony Edwards. Uh, Monster Zero One says, "Busted makes me feel good" is my favorite line from the entire Ghostbusters song. Same. Uh, you know what I love about that is the fact that we have this wonderful. That's my favorite version of the Ghostbusters theme. I would actually listen to Bustin' over the song. It is! Um, Darian217, thank you very much for your generous super chat. He says, onward to 200,000 subscribers. You're damn right. We're getting there, man. The road to get there is paved with dead moose and motorcyclists. Ludicrous speed, go! Did you guys see that guy accidentally hit a moose with his car? Uh-huh. Button times two. Oh, you want to see the moose button again? No problem, man. Uh, we will press that for you right about... Where is that? It's in the same place. I just have to. Yeah, Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit, Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> How many times has that moose died on the channel? Oh, so no, that moose never actually died, though. I, I know it gets up and runs away. Yeah. <laughs> I would never show an animal get killed on the channel. It's messed up. A guy on a motorcycle for stealing it? Sure. <laughs> I was about to say, a dude on a motorcycle? No problem. A moose, that's too far, America. Hey, that guy this. stole that motorcycle, and he he crashed it himself. Yeah. I'm also not yeah. heartless, Dion. If it wasn't so goddamn funny, I wouldn't have That literally is heartless. That motherfucker dead. This motherfucker dead. He deserved it, though. He had it coming. The lady on the news laughs at it. She doesn't laugh at that. She realizes she watched a dude fucking die in a car crash. She was like, oh, she goes, oh my God. And then she covers her mouth. <laughs> Maybe he shouldn't have stolen that motorcycle and then gone on a wild police chase 
at super high speeds in a very crowded part of the country. I agree. I, and two things can be true, though. Motherfucker getting flip-flopped all over the goddamn evening news. Poor Rachel over here going to be traumatized. All right, let's put it up to a fan vote. Listeners, if you're listening, do you find what happened to the guy getting yeeted from the motorcycle to his death tragic or funny? One for tragic, two for funny. <laughs> and then, Listeners, if you're not listening, do you find it not funny or too funny? Yeah. Get the not listening listeners. Uh, a lot of twos just pulled up instantly, and we got a 69, so it can go either way. Uh, <laughs> um, keep it up with everybody. Uh, thank you, Darian217, for everything, man. He says, uh, TLJ Screwjob says, Dion's favorite Terminator and a bone saw, please. Hmm. Sure. No question. Or no problem. I love bone saw. Is he ready? He's always ready. And uh, here he is. One of these days, guys, we should do a special Patreon episode just dedicated to the Macho Man Randy Savage. Would you be down Damn for that? Right. 100%. Oh, yeah. Easily, easily. Dion, you know who else would be there for you in terms of your Macho Man support? Right! <laughs> Damn it. Oh, it makes me laugh every time. Um, thank you, TLJ Screwjob. Empaw says, question for the Captain Kendukin. Did you ever watch the movie Lincoln by Steven Spielberg? If so, what did you think of its accuracy? I have not watched that movie. Um, yeah, I completely forgot that that movie even existed. Maybe I should take a look at it and take a seat. But I wouldn't be able to tell you for sure how accurate it was, though, just because I'm not the biggest Lincoln expert. I, I know a bit about him, but... Oh. I have to look into it. I know people, it's the fashionable thing to do on the internet right now to go, Abraham Lincoln was a horrible tyrant. It's like, eh, did he do uh, some things that were tyrantish? Yes. Did he also help keep the country together? Yes, yes, he did. Woodrow Wilson was worse. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, nobody misses Woodrow Wilson. No. Um, I've seen the film M. Pause. I watched it in college. So I guess they found it academically viable, or you know, uh, it had merit in that on that level. I like that Daniel Day Lewis did a good job playing Lincoln. His voice is nothing like I expected Abraham Lincoln's voice to be. I'm used to the party on dudes from Bill and Ted, Abraham Lincoln, not the mildly whiny uh, Abraham Lincoln. It wasn't distracting or bad. I'm just you know I'm used to Lincoln sounding a certain way, like Hall of Presidents Abraham Lincoln. Oh shit, this is a hard one. TLJ Screwjob says, Fuck, Mary kill. The Force Awakens, Attack of the Clones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <sighs> I'm definitely fucking Attack of the Clones for yeah. Padme. Um, killing uh, The Last Jedi and then marrying... What was the last one? It's The Force Awakens and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh shit. Well, you think kill, about that... Force for Awakens and then marry Crystal Skull. I'll marry Attack of the Clones. I'll fuck Crystal Skull and I'll kill the Force Awakens. Yeah, that's my thoughts. Cause... Yeah, that's uh, that's a little better. <laughs> yeah, I could handle Not Attack of the Clones way more Not than those much. other ones. Yeah, I can sit through Attack of the Clones and not get that angry because at least Obi-Wan Kenobi is still cool in that movie and the fight with Jango Fett's still cool and the opening right. on Coruscant is entertaining. Like, also, too, 
My favorite characters don't get reamed and they don't go in dry on Harrison Ford characters in that movie. There is Harrison Ford's not in Attack of the Clones, but Indiana Jones, they bend him over a pinball table metaphorically, and The Force Awakens, they actually kill him. So, ugh. That's why I'm angry. I like Harrison Ford. I wish they just... Indiana Jones should have died in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Then we wouldn't have to watch Indiana Jones 5, but we do, and we will. <sighs> he could go to that dimension. Like, that would have been the way to do it. Is he's like, you know what? I'm done with this shit. My dad's dead. Fucking my kids. Shia LaBeouf. I'm going to another dimension. Going <laughs> well, space. well, dude, according to the leaked uh, plot, he wants to stay back in, like, ancient Rome. But Phoebe Waller-Bridge won't let him because it'll ruin the timeline. I'm like, lady, you traveled back in time to fight in the middle of this battle. You alter the timeline already. Let Indiana Jones yeah. stay there. You yeah, showing and, up already changes that. Yeah, and, and and also he's an historian. He'll keep everything accurate. It's fine. Yeah, he knows how to speak Greek already. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like Doc's thing in 1885. He knew what he was doing. He knew how that went. It's it's okay. And that's why he got shot in the back for the amount of eighty dollars. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, September, sorry, that's the date. I don't know why I'm randomly thinking of the headstone. I meant to say Headcase Laboratory. Uh, what about Danny DeVito as a Ghostbuster? No. That'd be funny. That'd be, that'd be funny. I, I, I think mean, you if could it was... somehow make that <sighs> I don't know. I mean, it would it would, it would would turn into the show then immediately. It would turn into Always Sunny if I feel like he was a Ghostbuster. Yeah. You know, and that's, I mean, I mean the, the show's great and everything, but it's like, I don't want it to be that. <laughs> How about just the crew of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? As That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, It's Always Sunny busting ghosts. <laughs> yeah. I get I can get behind that one quick. I hope Sweet D dies in the movie though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Adam Wofford, thank you very much. He says, "So here in OKC in the Skirvin Hotel set for years abandoned. The last time it was open, it's now open, but it was a ghost hunter show." We'll have to check that one out. I love ghost hunter shows. Good or bad, oh they always god. make me laugh. Oh my god, they're they uh, they're a guilty pleasure of mine. They're fucking hilarious. Um, I, I will never forget, and I always love this. The Ghost Bros always make me laugh. I hate. All I always think shows. of. I think of Ghost Chasers from Supernatural. That yeah, was a fun parody. Uh, yeah, that god, was yeah. Ghost Chasers, Ghost Ghost Chasers. Oh yeah. Oh, Ghost Faces, yeah, that's what it was. Other introduction. Uh, no, the one the one with Zach Baggins or whatever, that one, Ghost Ghost Adventures, I think is what it's called. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. Just the level of seriousness they have for that show is ridiculous. Well, yeah. folks, we'll do a ghost parody one day. It'll be uh, the ghost of Buffalo Jeff coming back to haunt Dion. I'm never leaving Dion. <laughs> Tommy Review says, look up the ghost that feeds. Great mashup song. We'll check it out after we get off air, because YouTube keeps giving us random copy strikes on everything, so we have to be extra careful these days. Susan doesn't like us. Yeah, yeah Scotty that's doesn't all know either. Fucking Suze. The Susanator. Xavier to God, thank you very much. Rate these shows from least to greatest. The Simpsons, King of the Hill, South Park, Family Guy, uh, and then there's a question afterwards. So of those four shows, rank them from least to greatest. All right, least Family Guy, because do I have to explain how Family Guy is no, you're, not you're, you're right, you're right. Then I would say The Simpsons, because while The Simpsons had nine years that were just fantastic, they've had a whole shitload more that haven't been. Um, 
And then I would say the next would be South Park because while they still put out some really good stuff every now and then, I feel like they've kind of ran their course, which sucks because I've been a big South Park person from the day that it first did, uh, came out on TV. And then the greatest would be King of the Hill because I cannot think of a time where watching an episode of King of the Hill, I mean, yeah, some weren't as good as others, but at the same time, I never found myself being like, I'm kind of sick of King of the Hill or, man, I can't believe this show is still on or this show just isn't as good as it used to be. Yeah, I... My list is going to be similar to yours. I think Family Guy is the least of these shows, followed by South Park. And I would put Simpsons at two, because the legacy of The Simpsons, it really can't be matched. If not for The Simpsons' success, these shows wouldn't be in the conversation. And then I'm going to go with King of the Hill, because there's never been a bad episode. They're all entertaining, and the show is way more impactful today than it was then because the shit that Hank Hill joked about the world's gotten crazier Hank Hill actually still makes sense in today's world he's the only character that well, let me rephrase it he's a great character that um, is a good litmus test for like normalcy in certain elements and then on top of that the supporting cast is all great The Simpsons has too many characters South Park has a lot of good characters but it gets a little zany at times and Family Guy blows like I just don't like that show uh, Nick Dion um, I think I gotta go Family Guy the least. I love Family Guy. I don't like Family Guy now. Um, but you know, it's beating that, 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 that horse to death over and over again. But you know, I of those one Family Guy's the least. Three, I gotta go uh King of the Hill. As much as I love the show, it's just not as iconic. Um and then um over the other two it was Simpsons and South Park? Yeah. I gotta go Simpsons number two and South Park number one. I mean, Simpsons, yeah, Simpsons is is the OG. You know, it was funny for so long. You know, it it, 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 it created so many you know, inside jokes. You know, it started that trend. But South Park, man, South Park just goes hard on everyone. You know, it, it's, it's the best. It's so ridiculous, but it's still so funny. And for, even if the quality has gone down a tad, you know, I would make the argument it's been consistently good for so long. Um, it's just, it's just so the ridiculousness of it and the fact that it's still so funny, um, and that it doesn't try to overtake everything culturally, I think is what makes it the the pound for pound king. Well said. <clears throat> yeah, I would go for uh, Kendo's uh, Kendo's one because I, I like that. That one made the most sense to me. I agree that um, King of the Hill should be at the top. Uh, Simpsons is closer to Family Guy at the end there because, you know, they're just, yeah, they just haven't been good in a while. Yeah. As, as much influence as The Simpsons had and as much as great as The Simpsons was, that was a long time ago. It's to the point now where The Simpsons, to me, has not been good for more than double the lifespan of that show. That show came out, debuted at the end of 1989. So you could say 1989, 1990s when it came out. It stopped being just fucking every week was must-see appointment television in about the year 2000. So of its lifespan, it had 10 years of just greatness, but it's had, what are we up to now, 25 years of just fucking mediocrity and dog shit. So as iconic as it was and is – and as much as it had a legacy because it gave rise to the other, you know, animated sitcoms and 
weekly things, at a certain point, you have to take that dog behind the barn and put one between his eyes. And they won't do that. And the longer you let it go, the more of a shell it becomes of what it used to be. And that's what, to me, just brings down its fucking rating. It just, the longer it goes on, the worse it gets. And the the, the more, it's, it's kind of like a, a, an athlete that just hangs on for far too long. Well said. I mean, I haven't really put that much thought into The Simpsons, but I don't disagree with what you've said, so... I mean, like You're I said, right. well said, man. You're right, man. You're the old yellow treatment. <laughs> uh, Xavier to God, thank you very much. He says, Bat in the Sun did Wolverine versus Predator. Well, Xavier to God, that's how I actually found out about the comic book today because Bat in the Sun posted, hey, they're making a comic book of our 70 million viewed YouTube video. And so I had a good chuckle at that. And I was like, good for them. But uh, yeah, I love the Bat in the Sun videos. If you haven't ch- watched them, folks, check them out. Well, I mean, if, if they were to make a movie of that, would um, what's his name still still come back for to, for Wolverine one one more last time again for the last time? To no, do? they're gonna go to Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> That's the smart money. Oh God, I mean, like, I don't know. The last Predator movie was 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 shit, so I don't know. I mean, Wolverine versus Predator, it would it wouldn't is I mean, isn't that a isn't that a, like Wolverine would win immediately? I mean, he should win because his adamantium will cut through anything that the Predator has, but the Predator has that nuke. So if the Predator just decides to like go kamikaze at the end, Wolverine will get annihilated. Yeah. Well, you know, so then then they both die and nobody wins, so <laughs> the audience doesn't win either. That's no. true. I mean, yeah. the the yeah, the Hulu um, uh, fucking Predator movie, Prey, Prey was uh, it was weird. It was what it was. And Are I you don't tell me on you don't again. you don't think fifteen hundred like fifteenth century individuals could take on a Predator and win? <laughs> no, no, not a fucking chance. See, not see, this is where I disagree with you because those people were stunning and brave. <laughs> and that trumps any fucking laser weapon that the Predator would have. Jeez. They had diversity power on their side, my friend. God damn it. The power of diversity is a powerful ally. Oh, jeez. Our friend Adama says, I want to see a live action version of the Extreme Ghostbusters cartoon. I love that cartoon. I always wanted to build an awesome tech like Egon and Bill Murray. Or, or, like Egon and Bill Murray was hilarious. A great cast altogether. <clears throat> yeah, an Extreme Ghostbusters would be uh, would be definitely a cool uh, live action show. I've seen some people do the live action. I've seen some people do the, the cosplay of that uh, at some conventions. It's really cool. I think the same people who did that cartoon also did the Men in Black cartoon. They didn't do G.I. Joe Extreme, did they? I have no idea. G.I. Joe Extreme. Yeah. That was the 90s thing, man. Uh, We should do (laughs) an episode of the show, WCBS Extreme. (laughs) So, guys? That's the joke from fucking Harold and Kumar. Extreme cashier. (laughs) Look at these Doritos. Extreme. Woo. What are you, a pterodactyl? (laughs) That fucking guy. so guys i feel like we've had a wonderful episode and i think it's time to put this baby to bed now is there anything else you guys would like to say before we uh do go 
Uh, extreme close up. Whoa! <laughs> no, uh, I, I think we covered everything we needed to cover. Everything's good to go. Uh, we talked about Cheeky Baby. Yeah. Well, folks, that means it's the end of the podcast, but hold on before you click away. Hit that thumbs up button before you do, and check out our newest content. We had a video drop today. We had two videos drop yesterday. We've been doing Good Morning Pop Culture. Um, now, we should <laughs> I should be on in the morning with GMPC. What? Oh, God, you, no. I was thinking, I was thinking about that because I sent you a couple messages about, about the gallows, too. Oh, fuck, dude. No, 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 no. That movie does not exist. Don't you tell me it exists. Oh, unfortunately, I watched it. it was like on Tubi or whatever when when it came out. Um, it was like in the theater for a second, and then went to VOD immediately. Sounds like we need to watch long. it for the it's, channel. Um, it's fucking terrible. Well, it's we're, we're, so we're getting ready for Schlocktoberfest next, so why not? Oh my yeah. god! Well, you know, you you said about we'll knock them down, so that's the way we well. do. This is how we do it. <laughs> Watching <laughs> terrible <laughs> movies. Uh, we'll do Cold as Ice soon, Kendo. Oh yeah, cool. Dude, I learned about that one from that fucking murder podcast because I had no idea that that was an actual thing. And I lived through 1991. But, <laughs> yeah, I was listening to that, and he was, and they were talking about some kind of murder that happened, I think, in New Mexico. I downloaded that episode because I'm like, huh, it's an old one, but I'd like to hear what happened in my new home state. And uh, they were, he, he brought up Cool as Ice and about how Vanilla Ice is like this fucking – essentially, it sounded like the movie The Wild Bunch from, like, 1950 whatever with marlon brando but with a vanilla ice twist and i'm like oh this sounds uh, this sounds a uh, fucking atrocious i have to watch this at some point <laughs> and then to make sure the guy wasn't just talking out of his ass i looked it up and yeah there it is cool as ice fucking ice cube with his fucking putty jacket on just leaned up against but his crotch vanilla rock. ice not ice cube get him right jesus christ whatever you know what i'm fucking talking about the honky <laughs> vanilla <laughs> ice cube that's yeah, uh, it's on it's it's on freebie right now. Yeah, you can Just get it. You, you don't have to pay for it. I wouldn't. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, uh, if you want to support the channel, go to shopwcbs.com. We appreciate everyone who sent in your wonderful messages. I had a great time. The guys had a great time, and we'll be back next week with more. Uh, guys, I guess we'll we'll have a normal show, but I will review the Flash. I have a a pre-screening ticket, so we'll have a review of that movie for next week. So, oh yeah, if you, you guys want to take a um, every time he does something towards children. Oh God, I might not make it back to the show. Um, <laughs> every time, yeah, every um, time he commits a crime on screen, take a drink. Take a drink. God, um, I will probably uh, torture myself with with whoever else wants to go and go see Dial of Despair at the end of the month. So yeah. That'll oh happen. yeah. We have, look at for all the content and views we've gotten over Indiana Jones. We have to fucking talk about that one. It'd be stupid. Yeah. not oh, to. No, so. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll go check out. I'll make it come out. The 30th. Uh, June, June 30th. So if you can catch it on a 29th early screen, we can turn it into the show. And if not, what we'll do is we'll just do a four man round table and actually review the film. Like we used to do these movies. Uh, so I think I will be back in camp Kendo by then. So I should be able to go to my old theater and see it. Well, at least it'll be fun for that part. Yes. Be like, oh, you're back in town. Why'd you come all the way back in town? Obviously to watch Indiana Jones. No other reason. Didn't come to visit my parents, my sister, who's apparently pregnant now. So, oh, congratulations. Uh, you know, little baby OJ is going to have a cousin within age proximity of him. So, hooray. Uh, 
Yeah, so I'm going home. I'm not going home to do any of those other things. I'm going home to watch Indiana Jones and the Dial of Doucheness. <laughs> because we love we love Lucasfilm so much, just yes, like we said. It is our Tommy. density. That's <laughs> nah, bought us to me. All right, folks. We'll be back next week with The Flash and a whole lot more. But in the meantime, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com. We had a super chat that rolled in right before we were about to go from Wonder. He says, have you all seen the robot chicken sketch with the Iron Sheik and Lawrence of Arabia? Uh, probably. Yes. Just because I, I remember Hogan's Heroes chicken. was part of that episode as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I love fucking robot chicken so much. I do, too. Um, Dicks with Time Machines is still my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> I, my favorite's always going to be, the, and okay, for the most part, my favorite's one with the Hulk where he talks about his childhood and it just keeps showing getting fucking beaten by somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just somebody Hulk spanking spare. the fucking Hulk in action figure. <laughs> oh my god it's it's sad but funny yeah beating children is not funny unless that child is the incredible hulk yes it's funny to beat the incredible hulk not children so that should be the takeaway from tonight's show folks it's not cool unless it's the incredible hulk <laughs> i don't know what that says about us as people but uh we're okay with the child version of hulk or the incredible hulk being beaten so there you go. Hey, Make Marvel it did it first. Will. It's 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 canon in the comic books, okay, Kendo? That's not us being dicks. It's fine. Well, uh, thank you to Wander very much for your super chat. Uh, it's funny how folks called it a honey dick. But uh, let's give the outro one more time just because. So, folks, until next time, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com.